What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Joining me on the panel tonight are... Oh, it's me this time. Oh, um, God dang it, Johnny, Johnny. Mor- Johnny Morales. You caught me off guard. Roger Ramirez. Roger May. Oh, Kayla Miller's here, because <laughs> I can be. And Matt Lubick's on the show tonight. Matt Lubick's on the show because Woo! what? It's his birthday! And Jonathan will understand. It's his 27th That's birthday. It's my 27th birthday. I wish it 365 uh, and guess days what? of nothing Safety. Uh, guess what? fortune. Yeah. Allie and I are going on two plane rides in the next year. I know. <laughs> He's tempting fate. I know. <laughs> don't join the 27 club. And, and That's o- the one overseas. club you don't want to join. Uh, what's the 27 club? Famous like, rock Bain? stars, musicians, but it's actors Jimmy have Hunter? died because they turned 27. Lots of people die when they're 27. Yeah. Oh. It's like a curse. Dude, there's a comic yeah. series yeah. called 27. God, you're so old. I know. He's just anyway. boy. Anything over whatever his year is, <laughs> yeah. just, you're so old. You're practically a mummy now to him. He's so. only like a year and a half younger than me. That's my point. He was like, "Well, I know you'll understand." Dave, I'm pretty sure you did too. Yeah. yeah, I'm 23, Matt. That's not one and a half years. You're when closer you to 24 yeah. than you are 23 at this yeah. point. You son. practically you just shut your mouth. <laughs> okay, Johnny, you call me old, and I'm 25. This has gone off the rails, and <laughs> we're not even past the intro. In case this is your first time listening to us, we are a spoiler podcast. We actually do review comics. Books, so be prepared. We're probably gonna spoil some stuff. Uh, we typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book each week. We review a graphic novel, we're gonna do some trivia. We have a couple of questions I think that we're gonna answer. Um, and I don't know if we have much news, but not much, yeah, yeah very, it, very little news. It's it, it's gonna be an interesting show, so yeah, buckle we're up. Gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna blow through this just so, so you guys know. Uh, in, in, in celebration of Matt's birthday, we had a little pizza party. <laughs> Uh, Heather and Christian and family dropped by. Um, my son Alex is in the house. Allison is here. <laughs> she just waved. She's like, she's like, what? Um, so we've we've already. I mean, we've already been uh, getting down and having we're, a good time. We're starting time to nurse the pizza hangovers. Yeah, yeah, we're we're running behind. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of blow through this. Uh, Hopefully, a this faster, is still entertaining, but still cover. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guarantee you it's gonna be entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, I guarantee it. Marvel uh, Legacy came out this yep, week. Yep, yep, yep. So, and last week was Multiverse University. Yes. First episode yeah, of Multiverse yeah. University for our normal listeners, Dude, the ones that are cheapskates. Um, I, I know Larry. Larry's been asking for feedback on that, and Larry, Me you'll too. probably hear this before I talk to you this weekend. Dude, we've gotten some very, very positive feedback. Nice. Um, the most recent review that was left by Bryce Smith. We'll Bryce talk about Smith. that a little bit later. Yep. Thank you, Bryce. Um, specifically name drop Multiversity University. Um, everybody's digging it. And and we'll have the, the second installment uh, for you at the end of at the end of this episode. Yay us. Yeah. So, um, so without further ado, Dave, launch us into right. our DC book, our official DC book. So, we technically have two. Oh yeah, do, we, wait. What? Yeah, I guess we do. One and a half. Kind of. One and a half. Yeah. So the oh. first DC book is Batman: The Murder Machine, which is a metal tie-in. If no one doesn't know that, or if anyone doesn't know that, hmm. if they don't at if this they point, don't. they they need to get off. They yeah. need to. This is a good book. Yeah. And it also kind of reminded me that I needed more uh, happiness in my life, just because this is a very <laughs> dark book at the same time. So I'm I like, think you're gonna be really dark. Yeah. One shot. So it, it starts off with Batman watching a video. Over and uh, yeah, and kind of sort of. Who's it by? Uh, oh, actually, yeah, who's it by? It is uh, Thierry Federici and Berardo. I don't know where they're. I think he's the colorist. If yeah, I'm, I'm trying mistaken. to find the. Yeah. Oh, okay. Writer is Frank Thierry and James Tini in the fourth. Artist is Ricardo Federici and the colorist is Rain Berido. 
Yep. Okay. So Fantastic art. Yeah. Fantastic oh, art. Oh, beautiful really. art. Dude. Beautiful art. Oh, my God. I loved it. A lot it of people have been saying DC needs to hook him into some other they stuff. Need to. Yeah. But it looks like it may have taken him forever. There's so much detail it in the line work, man. It could have. Yeah. Hey, you know, they still have one month issues. Yeah. yeah. He can be on one of those. Or they could just yeah, have but do still, special I, stuff you know, like this. I don't know yeah. who this guy is. A lot of people don't know who this guy is. I'll guarantee you he wanted to just knock it out of the park. Yeah. And because the guy's got mad talent, yeah, especially that that splash page right there. This <laughs> one, that's yeah. a good one too. That one, oh my god, that one right there too. Oh my god, the knights one, yeah. And oh, oh, dude, the the doomsday guy, Look, the yeah. devastator. Oh, yeah, oh. Dude, this this book was just a pretty book to begin with. This but book is a, messed up. It's a messed up book too. It's a sad story. Like this really makes yeah me feel bad for all the knights to be honest. Because I'm like each knight has a different story that is sad. Yeah, I, I have, feel like of the two that came out so far, this is the saddest. And I'm like, oh, and yeah. they still have they still have altruistic motives. Oh yeah, but they've gone completely the dark in in their methods of obtaining that objective. Which I've, I've oh. learned one thing that Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne is a special little snowflake that can't take anything else. Because I mean, he he just like coming from the social justice as warrior. In, hey hey hey, <laughs> leave me alone. As don't in, hurt me. <laughs> Elaborate I'm on fragile. Uh, oh my god! No, no, like he, 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 you know, it's understandable. He he takes uh, a big loss in his life, and he it's enough yeah, to well, drive. Well, him. No, we should, we should John, talk yeah. about what what the loss is, so that yeah, we know. this is literally. It starts off uh, a little bit later, but it starts off uh, where Bruce Wayne is watching the video clip of Alfred dying over and over by his rogues gallery. Horribly. Uh, what is it? Bane, Poison yeah, Ivy, instead of Jason Todd getting instead his back of Jason, broken, yeah. yeah, Alfred, and he yeah, broke like thirty-seven. And they're torturing bones. him. Yeah, and it's Earth forty-four. Right? Is it forty-four? Okay, I yeah. thought it was fifty-two. No, this that was Red Death was oh, Earth 52. Yeah, they're okay. all various Which, Bruce's. From Josh yeah. Williamson, in case you're listening, I'm not sure. I understand where Earth 52 comes out. I meant to tweet you about that, but in uh, Morrison's uh, Multiversity, they, they're listed as Earth zero to fifty-one. So I'm not sure where the 52 uh, comes in. I trust. Is it darker? I, I trust 52? you. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Now the, the, here's the other thing. Is this? Does this look like a negative to you? Yeah, it might yeah. be negative. Because the 44. other, the other, like at the beginning, the it's like a normal zero. hyphen where it says Earth That's zero. That's what it is. It's negative. So I 44. wonder if it was negative 52, which oh. is why they. Oh, they oh that would make sense because they're dark. Because if there's the a zero, then it would go from negative one, one to 52. Yeah. That's probably it. So that I think means it's there's negative a, 44. Okay. Is so that means there's it. like okay. 105. The dark uh, ones yeah, aren't. The dark ones combined yeah. with. Oh. With the 52. With Ooh. the 50. But the other one. But that's the, the other thing, Johnny, that you got to keep in mind is that this is, you know, these are all, you know, you, you talk about Bruce being a snowflake, but these are all the realities that, that can't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are, you know, they go to the dark multiverse to die because these decisions were never meant for Batman to have been made. So the, in those cases where where he succumbed to his darkest but it's just fears, fears. yeah it, those universes go well it's crazy just how off human, to die. how human Batman really is because it's really and I, I think I get what you're saying where it's like anything that happens to his family or anything will push him to the edge. Yeah. Like surprisingly enough how, how how is it that our current Batman did not like go dark in the sense of the death of Jason Todd other than that that not flip him. Yeah. You or know. even Damien. Or Damien. Now. Different you know. circumstances. Or, or Tim Drake. Yeah. But here, anyway. if you read, if any of you have read Detective Comics this week. Oh, that's on my um, list yep. next. Oh, my. Awesome. Oh, my God. Do you have an issue of Batman the Red Death? I just wanted to take a look at something. It's up on the wall. Up oh, okay. I'll take a look. 
Um, Detective Comics this week. I'm going to get into this later because we're not reviewing action comics or detective comics. Those are two of the best comics you will read all year. Wow. This is this is be on your top ten list? Yes. Oh, top five. For the year? For the year. Wow. I agree with action. I'll probably agree with detective once I read it. I they blew me away. Look, this is this is just, you know, Really, some random Wednesday in September, right? Well, my birthday, you, have, you know. <laughs> I know, right? This is, well, I mean, what a what a birthday present. Yeah. Action Comics and Detective Comics both were amazing reads, and they're you what have, they should be. Yes, yeah. you you have in Detective Comics. Tim is talking about how after Jason Todd died, and how how Bruce had had gone to like this dark side, and that they you know they had to. You know, they, Tim Drake showed up to talk to Dick because he said, I'm worried about Bruce. He, the, the, there's this flashback in there where he's basically, Dick is like, dude, who are you? You're just some kid. And he's like, no, but because Tim is such a great detective, you know? Right. And he goes, no, he says, I know, I know what's going on. And Bruce, Bruce needs Robin. You've got to help him. You know, Jason was killed, and and he's going to the dark side. And it was man, I, it was a gripping read. I I absolutely loved it. Detective Comics this week was stellar. It was every bit as good as Action Comics was this week. And we'll again, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, it has right. nothing to do with this. But it just shows, like, even but, that you were talking about it, like it, that death could have easily made it, this Batman a murder machine or a Red Death or anything yep. like that. Yep. You know, and it's crazy how I love the fact that in these stories, he's not playing. He's not playing like Bat God or anything like that. He's just playing emotions. He's asked Victor of his world. He's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I created uh, an AI of Alfred, and I can't lose my dad. He literally calls Alfred his father because yep. he realizes that this was more of a father figure than his own dad. Right. And so he, he raised him. Yeah, because he raised him. And I just love that. It plays on the heartstrings of like, oh, this is my dad. And it's why Bruce can't stop. Because what essentially happens is this Alfred AI becomes a virus. Mm-hmm. It goes to the extreme to protect Bruce. And somehow it, it replicates and gets into all these systems. And it manages to kill Batman's entire rogues gallery. Yeah, yeah. all of okay. Arkham Asylum. Basically, he's making Bane beg. Yeah. Yeah, And so he's, he's locked inside the Batcave with this virus trying to get in. And Victor's like, dude, you we got to destroy it. And he's like, no, I'm not going to lose my dad again. Yeah. And he I, gives yeah, into that, this I will virus. Say that's my only pet peeve right there for this whole uh, issue. Well, was he that mm-hmm. is, it was like, let me in. The the AI was just saying, let me in. There's no, oh, I'll let you in. A little moment of what's happening. And then the next scene. It's the just, aftermath. It's just, yeah, the aftermath. Yeah. It just goes, I let him in. Now I'm bad. Dude, but that, that, that was such a horror he, yeah, it was. I was. It was. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. Don't don't let him in. He didn't really. Yeah. 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 Bruce Definitely. didn't really give in to the like uh, dark side. He said like, I'll let him in and I can fix him. But it it looks like he let him in and it took control of him a little bit. I think it's a little bit more than than that though because at the end, I mean, he says, he says, yeah, I. He, he says you can fight the you can fight the virus, and he's like, no, I'm exactly what I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, he, he I just think embraced he knew, it. Yeah, yeah, he just he knew what he, what he was doing when he when he yeah that as he sense. proceeds to go ahead like, and stomp Victor. Yeah, no, rip his head off, man. That was no, crazy. he, well, that he was, went that, total mortal. Oh, oh, that, that was that was the oh, Earth forty four. Oh, okay, yeah. Negative. So negative forty four. Negative yeah. forty four. Yeah, that was amazing. I was like, oh, fatality. Yeah, I was just about to say mortal combat. I was like, flawless victory. So. So, um, 
Finish I, birthday boy. Yeah. yeah, I read this and I read Red Death back to back basically when I came in the shop yesterday. I actually like Murder Machine better than Red Death. Did you like Murder Machine better? Yeah. Um for just for the fact of it it fleshes out the dark side of the universe mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um I thought this was a great book. It has fantastic art and colors. Like it's just ridiculous how good this guy is. Um I had two little things that I didn't really didn't like besides the um, story beats is that one uh, the Alfred virus is basically a poor man's Ultron. And then, come on, think about yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. In, but it, not in a bad way. It's just like, okay, that beat's kind of been with, done before. With the exception of, you know, it like actually creating a body for itself. Yeah. It creates, it, exactly. it creates the body for Bruce. But it's just that story beat with the virus taking over. It's like, oh, that's kind of been done. But it, the way they did it was kind of a fits for the story. I so, him. yeah. And then there's a, that splash page where he straight up looks like Iron Man. That kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, yeah, I but get that it. scowl that the that the murder oh, it's great. Has. It's How that great. artist drew that just permanent where scowl, like on that. I mean, don't get me wrong; it looks fantastic. But it was just like, oh man, the repulsor beams right on his hand and everything. Like, okay, I don't know where it is, but um, that scene where he rips out Vic, Dark Victor's spine from his body was just intense. Yeah, oh, like yeah. that was just brutal. And then the splash page of the 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 Dark Knights is ridiculous but it was it was a great story to figure out how it's actually just bruce with the alfred virus it's not actually victor inside the body like that was yeah, a cool like little how turn it was with yeah red death yeah my, my so only, great story though great story the only negative is uh where's the tank with batman's face I, <laughs> you I, wanted I, yeah how jordan's not it. in this book <laughs> yeah like, a little misleading i can see that but whatever it's a marvel tank does it all the batman. time i'm okay with it <laughs> jason <true>. fabok <laughs> is doing the covers to all the dark knights books and he, what was funny is he recently tweeted um, that this cover was actually his least favorite of all the ones that he's done until he saw the finished Chromium cover. And then he was like, I really like it a lot. Right. This flash part is dope. Yeah. Yeah. It is also this? looks like mm. pixel art, like they're yeah. dying, which is weird. I just have one question. Is this the Watchtower? Watchtower. Watch yeah. yeah. That's our Watchtower. It's been co-opted. Okay. That's what I was trying to figure out right now because I didn't know if that was negative 44 or that was current. No, that's ours. The murder machine Dang. took over our Watchtower. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And next yeah. week it's the yeah. Dawnbreaker. This is like, <laughs> This is like the only event that I would want to read all the tie-ins. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, honestly, yeah, it you feels know. like it's it's you're getting your money's worth for it. Oh, what totally. is this? Two ninety nine? Yeah, three ninety nine for a chromium oh, cover. But you get the cover, yeah. But Scott Snyder tweeted out that um, something along the lines like you know they they designed the main metal series to be read without any need of tie-ins, but if you wanted to go deeper and have all of that explanation of backstory oh, yeah. and stuff it's all going to be there and for trust you. me you do you do you you want to oh. go deep on this and one. it's good too the way they're doing it because even uh, which one i think i was reading the teen titans one it says before you read it like right away before mm-hmm. you read this one read metal two yeah, yeah. and then read this so you know. like, okay cool Perfect. and like i That's said last good week, heads up there's yeah. not going to be any more there's only going to be a total of two metal related books including the book itself out each week so that it makes it manageable for people to pull us. right so only have to read two okay. books a week yep. yeah that's, not that's bad. good so oh. which is killer Kayla? It was amazing. I didn't read it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's rate this thing. Let's start with the birthday boy. Um, Four. four? Pretty good. It's pretty good. Roger? Five stars. Dang. I give it four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Johnny? There's no tank bat face. <laughs> four. Five. Solid so, three. Solid three from it's the person that didn't read it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's got room to go, go up. <laughs> All right, Matt. All right, Justice League Power Rangers oh, number six. Uh, last time we left these heroes, uh, 
what was the Batmobile's been captured by the pink pterodactyl? Was that where we left off <laughs> in number one? one. Yeah. <laughs> no, issue much. one yeah. was the was it? Was yeah, it? that was that was yeah. Issue yeah. One. Bruce yeah. in the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So we find ourselves at the end of this series. Basically, it looks like the Justice League has crossed over into Angel Grove, and they are fighting a giant Lord Zed while taking on Brainiac simultaneously. And uh, Who's they infected all the Zords. Zords. Infected all the Zords. So it's a giant team yeah. up. <laughs> Alpha is huge. <laughs> The Rangers are doing their thing on the ground. Lord Zed's huge. Brainiac is going around. It's just a giant battle, and it's pretty awesome. Perfect pitch. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> it was pretty good. This is actually my favorite book of the night. Really? Yeah. It just. I think it just like the reason yeah. why is no, I, I felt like that, a. Right? I felt like a kid reading it. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're not gonna really feel yeah. like a kid reading Murder Machine. Yeah, so, <laughs> no. I think this is the reason why I said it. Like, when childhood. I read Murder Machine, I said, "Man, I really need some more happiness in my life." And then I read Justice <laughs> League and Power Rangers, Rangers and I'm like, "Oh, there it is." The theme song is playing in my head for Justice League, and then right when the Zords come out, I'm like, "Oh, Power Rangers theme song just kicked in too." So I was like, yeah. "Let's go!" And the art is really good too. Yeah, it like, works man, perfect for the uh, for the series. Style, yeah. yeah. And um, the ending too was fantastic. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I'm, I'm yeah. out of context with the middle because I'm waiting for the trade to catch up. But uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it was a solid fight scene. I got in just enough Justice League to get that team up element. I'm sure there are more in the books, as in like the the command center and all that with Zordon. And then the whole fact that Brainiac's still around, controlling yeah. anything that's mechanical, that's kind of like working against the Rangers. And then they all kind of got a team up to take on Lord Zed. Is just exactly what you want from a team up. It you know? literally felt like a '90s cliche team up. Episode yeah. where like two, great. two Saturday morning cartoons I was expecting forces. them yeah. to go into a no kids don't drink yeah I was, <laughs> like, like, I was waiting for like 90s like, like G.I. Like, Joe to just come out of yeah. nowhere like G.I. Uh, you know. Joe yeah right yeah I was I was full on waiting for the after school special to kill it was so good drink. unless you have a really nice strong drink <laughs> <laughs> the best oh part God, for me Johnny. too was the jokes that they had at the end after like oh, they, the classic like oh we defeat the bad guys let's have our 90s moment at the Bruce is where, gonna buy us lunch Batman it's like, it's like yeah he trusts me he's scowling on the inside he plays a very good human you know yeah I love that. That whole scene. But what made it funny oh. to me, too, is like, I like how there's no whispers of this. They're just talking about it out loud. It's like, oh, yeah, this waitress isn't <laughs> going to care that he's Batman. Yeah, the juice bar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we just saved the world. Yeah, and, and <laughs> no, when Skull, Skull and, uh, what, what are they called? Bulk uh, and Skull. Bulk and Skull yeah. show up, it's like, oh, who's this guy? And it's like, Batman's just like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah, it's just like, he just loves doing that. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It was so good. And like, no, you can't spend your Luthers here. Yeah, it's like, we didn't have that <laughs> yeah. president. Zach was like, you can't use that money as Lex Luthor. It's a nice little yeah. nod to like deep yeah. DCU. I yeah. really want them. I, there needs to be a sequel. Just the way. It well, ended. I'm with like, the they, way this ended. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to spoil that, or do we want to leave that as a? Um, should we leave that? Leave it. Leave it. People already. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a cliffhanger in this book that definitely. I mean, it. it but, there has to be a sequel. Yeah. But for me, I want yeah. it like next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Not it was. Two I was years. Like, yeah. I'm just like, let's do it now. It was yeah. so good. I only read this issue in the first I, issue, and I was perfect. Yeah, I think they may. I mean, if if the if the writer and artist are are on board and and Tom DC Taylor. and Boom is it really board, Tom Taylor? Yeah, yeah. Uh, telling you, he can't he can't do no wrong with me right now. He's <laughs> is writing. he on the episode that we reviewed the first one? No, I listened to it and then oh, I read okay. it after okay, you guys talked it. about it. Cool. You guys pitch a lot. You pitch them really well, so that's why I pick them up. Mm. Even that's me, one broke. yes, that's one broke. <laughs> you've co- you've come a long way. Yeah, oh, thank you. Shall we drop some yes some stars on this? I have not said anything about this book. Well, Johnny, you get over it, up, dude. I didn't like it. Are you serious? Why not? What's up? Um, I don't know. I, I don't like the art style. Uh, it feels a little uh, stagnant to me. Um, Where's especially the color? with the Flash, like just standing still and uh, you know, 
uh, portraying movement. Um, but other than that, it just felt like a normal team. I loved the first issue so much because it was uh, a, a little bit different. I didn't know what I was expecting. But this, I, I felt like I knew exactly what was going to happen. It, it caught me off guard that uh, Alpha 5 was gigantic. But then after that, it's just like, oh, okay. Well, we don't have the context for what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just going to fight this guy. And yeah, we're missing four issues. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't like the art. the The story was okay. Uh, it's the same artist from the first issue, yeah. right? I, I didn't like I the art. That looks great. I don't it's know. It's more cartoony. Yeah. I think the only bad thing was the three month delay. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I I just didn't enjoy it as much as uh, the first issue, and that's just it. And I didn't really care. I for feel like though there. it's almost in very similar taste as the Ninja. Turtles, Turtles tie-ins, you yeah. know? So, yeah. why don't you like those? But you it, know. it just felt, I don't know, it, it didn't seem fun to me. Hmm. It, I don't know why. Yeah. I, I yeah. honestly, I wish I could tell you, but I Coming didn't. Coming from the brony, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get your hot take real quick? The furry brony. How many? No. So how many stars would you give it? Uh, Three and a half. Oh, that's still not bad. Well, that's not still bad. Yeah. Bad. Like, I... I thought you were gonna be like one. No, no, dude. It's 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 a nice comic book. It's good. It's just I felt like Tom Taylor could have done a little bit better to end it, especially after waiting such a long time. And yeah, you know, true. I didn't read the uh, four issues in the middle, but uh, Tom Taylor, he, he's a really capable writer, and yeah, I feel yeah. like he, for was me, it? he missed the mark. It did seem like it ended really quickly. This is the only book I actually read yeah. tonight, but I was like, oh, you do have a microphone. Yes, I do. Sorry. He, he yeah. doesn't pay attention to me. No. And I don't know how much sad. Brainiac was in the other issues, but there was more Zed than Brainiac, which I was kind of like a little mm-hmm. offset. It, like, I will agree that it does seem like it, it could have gone another issue, the way it was going through real quick, but I loved it. I well, thought it was the like... the delay, they might have decided fun. to wrap it up right. for, for a reason yeah. and then come back. But I, which, I still thought it was great. Yeah. I was reading, I was like, I read it twice because, oh, man, that was quick. Let me go back and, <laughs> yeah. you know, see some of these images. Oh, it was beautiful. I loved it. Especially if you're caught up with the current Power Rangers book. It, oh, yeah. It goes well together. Yeah, I didn't know how I was gonna feel about it, but I mean, there was just enough. Because I'm not, I was never a Power Rangers guy. Yeah. So there was, you there was more man. than enough DC. <laughs> I know. There's more than enough DC in here and Justice yeah. League to like make me feel like and I Batman scowls, man. Come Batman on. scowls. Yeah. <laughs> so. And smiles. Um, the I mean, one of the the funniest things I think was the Pink Ranger using the Green Ranger's boxing oh, glove. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. We need to talk about that. She's like, yeah. can I yeah. keep this arrow? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. I would give it a strong four. Yep. So. Yeah, four. I'm, I'm right at four too. Yeah, I thought. Same, I mean, it was four. it was thoroughly entertaining. Um, it's a quick read, fun, just straight up fun. It might have been higher if I freaking read the whole series. Yeah. 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 yeah, with the with the context, it probably would have been like four and a half, five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it was a good book. I still give it four. Yeah. All right. Dave, did you awesome. give your rating? Yeah, four. Oh, okay. Okay. sorry. Okay, so we're gonna get to what's probably gonna end up being the longest chat of the night. Yeah. To go through everything. <laughs> to go through everything. So who's pitching this one? Is it Roger? Are you pitching? Marvel? Johnny is. Johnny? Wait, I thought... I don't know. Whoever. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, either one. <laughs> uh, Succinct, Johnny. Marvel Legacy number one by uh, Jason Aaron, Isad Ribic, and like 50 different <laughs> artists. artists. <laughs> um, it's basically uh, Marvel Legacy's... Uh, Marvel's Rebirth, yep. uh, where they're trying to... Hey, hold on! It's know, Marvel's attempt it's my, it's at their, Rebirth. I, oh, we're gonna get to it. I, I've just I'm I'm just like seething <laughs> already yourself. about certain things. So it's it's structured. So. Uh, yes, it's it's basically uh, them doing a bunch of callbacks and uh, 
hooks to future storylines. And that's basically this book. It's just you, uh, it's Marvel trying to get you excited for what's coming or, you know, these, um, these type of events or different storylines. Oh. Similar, actually, it almost exactly me, like DC Rebirth. It worked for me, though. It worked I'm for e- you? It, it, I'm excited for a couple of stuff that's in here. Look, More it's not a bad yeah. issue at all, but a couple of things, okay? This is very clearly a reaction to Rebirth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very it's almost one for one. Okay. However, 50 pages for Legacy, 80 pages for Rebirth. Set in specific... Rebirth had specific chapters, four parts. Yep. This kind of jumped around a little bit more. Like six or seven parts. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Some of them are just one or two pages. This is a five ninety nine book for 50 pages. Rebirth was two ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like... Uh, now, Rebirth oh, second right. print was five ninety nine, but yes. that's the reprint. But they gave you plenty of time. And to they get the pr- first. It was like six months, I think. Right? And they printed yeah. like so many copies. Yeah. Like so you could you still get you could still get a first print for a long time of, of that. I'm pretty sure up so. a, up until a couple of months ago, Roger still had uh, like first prints Rebirth. Mm-hmm. I still do. Oh, yeah, see? see, yeah. Well, I mean, even the hardcover. Even oh, the hardcover. Well, oh, yeah. yeah How much is the hardcover? I think it was like twelve bucks. Oh man, here it's twelve bucks. Yeah, right. Because it's normally like sixteen ninety nine. Oh, that's uh, still fi- yeah, f- 15, 16, something like that. That's still yeah. pretty good for eighty pages. Yeah, yeah, in a nice hardcover. Yeah, no oh, slip, beautiful. no yeah. slip case because mm. Johnny hates them. Or no yeah, slip case or dust jackets. Excuse me, dust jackets. Yeah. Did, did you finish your pitch? Yeah, that, that's yeah. my oh, okay. pitch. It's, so it's, it's yeah. Um, how? Okay, so the other thing was with Rebirth. You have Jeff Johns, who clearly had a mission statement. He had a plan going into it. He put a lot of heart into Rebirth and I think yep. that came through and I think anybody that was looking to get on board with DC could start there and be like cool I kind of know where everything's That's at me. and going mm-hmm. with Legacy I feel like Jason Aaron was given a list of check boxes that he had to tick off in this issue before he could do what he wanted before he could yeah. do what he wanted you know. once again it's yeah. not that it's even bad it's just this is this is the differences that came across and these are the things that kind of like irked me about it Yeah. so <clears throat> You got you got Jason Aaron who's kind of been tasked with writing something, and so the heart did not come through on this for me the way that like Rebirth gave me specific feelings that were just like right. mm, this is what I've missed about comics. Yeah. This is what I love about right. comics. This isn't uh, Aaron's this Mighty Thor where so, he's so, putting a lot more. So effort yeah, in. That, that's no. the thing, yeah. Jonathan. Before Rebirth came out, I was so negative on DC. I was like, ugh, here goes like DC's attempt at another reboot or whatever you know i was really cynical towards that book once i finished it yeah once i finished it i was like this is this is completely different this feels like something special and i'm not a big uh well okay i'm a equal fan of dc and marvel i love how this this statement changes (laughs) that's progress progress. okay um but i don't know that much history about uh dc or or marvel but the thing is 75 years plus you mm -hmm. know but the thing is with dc i had no idea you know about the legion of superheroes but these little snippets of stories made me so interested in them i was like oh what is this what's going on here whereas this like (coughs) i know some stuff but it just kind of felt like a it was good. It just felt like a chore to read. I feel like, okay, well, this is a 50-page ad. Yeah. And I don't want that to f- – because Rebirth, it – I guess you could call it an ad, but it was good. It was entertaining. It well, was well, it had amazing. Pacing. It had yeah. Pacing, that's had good, it was four specific chapters. Yeah. yeah. You know, Legacy. Um, I was going to say, do you want to go through 
tr- story by story. Not well, really. we we can get into some of that the stuff. Main the other story. thing, yeah. let me let me just get my other mm. my other issue out of out of the way real quick. The other thing is this is called Marvel Legacy, and Jason Aaron used the freaking word legacy like eleven times. I counted. Yeah. Throughout the book. Like, they wanted to hammer that home, like, legacy, legacy, legacy. From it's the point of legacy. view of the narrator, well, too. Well, that, that's the thing. Uh, I mean, from the narrator's perspective, I can see, like, why she would say that. Because, you know. Well, she, I don't think we're going to spoil that. Oh, are we're not? Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're spoiling who, who the narrator cares? is. Well, okay. Um, are we Roger? Mm. How many people are really going to pick up this um, We the We are going to spoil that. Are we? I okay. Think, at I, the end? I, I th- because I think it's impossible to for... Well, for me, at least, to, to, to talk okay. about what I need to talk about without spoiling it. Okay. So if you the guys don't, that was if you guys the don't want to, to, to know, um, just, uh, you know, skip forward, you know, a few minutes on the podcast and come back and listen to this after you've or just after read, the book. read it. I'm actually, what what I'm doing right now, I've, I've, I've been a little bit silent. I do have a lot yeah. to say about this book. I figured that's why I'm trying I to get wanted, all my stuff out of the way. One of the things I wanted to do before we talk tonight is I wanted to go back through, because like, like these guys have said, this book was narrated by somebody. And I wasn't really, you know... I couldn't figure out who it was. Neither could I. That was narrating it, yeah. and and so kudos for that. But when I got to the last page, and found out, I was absolutely excited. That Same. that made me excited. Yeah. One of As the things in yeah. in talking to some people in the shop today, um, <coughs> excuse me, I told them I wanted to go back, and I wanted to read the monologue without any of the other stuff in it. And that's actually what I'm doing right now. I'm almost I've got about ten pages left. But I wanted to I wanted to read her thoughts in in one swoop and and kind of see what, what her whole, you know, inner dialogue was, you know, regarding yeah. the story. I was with Jonathan. I thought I thought Le- Legacy was mentioned so many times when I was reading the comic. I felt like Marvel was the first me word over the head with it. Yeah, it's the first word that I was like, man, you guys, you guys just aren't going to give it a rest. And it's interesting going through and reading just the monologue. It doesn't bother me at all because I'm hearing it. Okay, we're I'm going to go ahead and spoil this right now. So again, if you if you don't want to know, skip forward or stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out at the end of the book that the story is being narrated by Valeria Richards, okay? And which was a really awesome reveal at the end because for me as a as a lifelong Fantastic 4 fan and someone who is who has just had a bitter taste in my mouth from Marvel's insistence on keeping them out of the of the um comics world uh I it made me so happy, and in in the middle of the book, you have Ben Grimm and and Johnny Storm show up, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get the band back together. We need to go find Reed and Sue and the kids." Real, um, real quick, th- yeah. this is gonna add into your time. I'm yeah. not sure is the monologue reactionary to what's happening in the book, or is it just her there, talking? Okay, it's supposed to fit in, but okay. yeah, because is she watching it the does. panels? She's she is aware of what's going on. There's a point. It actually flowed super nice up until you get to the point where, um, well, she's talking about uh, Thor getting busy with someone. I think Cap. Oh, Cap. 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 C
uh, right, Sam Wilson and, and Jane, Jane Foster. Foster Thor are are going to get busy. And I'm like, and so when I'm reading her in her mind, I'm like, Valeria, <laughs> what? Because she can kind of see it all. There, yeah. At at the end of the story, you find out that that she and Franklin are out exploring universes, and that that they're they're kind of looking at existence from a different, plainer perspective. Okay, and so she sees the stuff going on. She comments on some of it. There's a point. There's a point in the story where it feels like her, the tone of her voice changed. Where you know she's she's talking about things in the abstract and then for a few pages she goes into specifics like with sam wilson and jane foster and um ironheart the weary yeah so i was like oh you know that was kind of weird i think that that was actually just a you know a writing i don't want to call it an error but or a faux pas but i don't think there's a couple errors in the book on point with with that dialogue but her dialogue reads really great from beginning to end legacy doesn't really that didn't bother me as much reading it in her voice and going through it um but reading the comic it did because there's 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 a lot there's a lot wrong with this comic there's so the back and forth between what's happening on the panel and her narrating it um that yeah, that that was kind of weird when she was like almost uh, like commenting in real time because she's not there. Because so, right, like, and I, I really liked it better when she was talking in the abstract. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll say this right off the bat: there is, I think, something in here for every Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Except an apology. There, <laughs> yeah. Right. There's no apology. It's kind of moving forward. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, that last page was gold. That I mean that 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 raised the book a star star and a half for me because mm-hmm. I mean I was just I like about I time, was like night nice, yeah nicely done that was really cool, um, I think the um, the million years BC Avengers okay, mm. I'm 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 not gonna get into all this again. They, look, these guys are are you know high concept timeless immortal beings with apparently no fashion sense or the ability to invent spandex even though they've got all this power they're all in loincloths except odin Uh, except odin i mean odin's Odin's rocking the viking you know stuff i mean you know odin's fine but the other guys are in loincloths a cosmic entity right is wearing a loincloth. Skins and a loincloth. Wh- who, who appears to be a Jean Grey relative, relative. Yeah, which is right. why would the Phoenix Force stay with Jean Grey? Like, you know. Well, what it, what it made <laughs> me think of was that, that the Phoenix Force had had found its host in Adrian Barbeau from a million years B.C. <laughs> I know that's a dated reference, but it's an old caveman movie. Yeah. And it... Johnny's confused. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think they probably just did that just because... For a new comic book reader, she's like, "Who's the Phoenix?" Like the only one that everyone can think of is Jean Grey. So it's like yeah. we'll put someone that looks like her as the Phoenix. Be like, Doesn't hey. have to be a redhead though; it can be anyone. Yeah, it it was, she was on fire, so you don't know if she red hair. It was also a little weird that you know, like you have the first Black Panther, which I think know, is out actually of, the Panther God. They is it the Panther God? I would assume so. If this is like legacy and origins, I think that has to be yeah. okay. Panther. Well, once again, yeah. if that's the, the case, God. then why is he wearing a Panther skin? Like, he doesn't look like more of a celestial or a cosmic type entity. Because he's, yeah, he's trying to keep. He's trying to keep up the like, times. Different cultures, like 
I would I would probably I I would probably go with most likely that he has to look human because a lot of gods yeah. don't look celestial or anything like that they're yeah. like human forms. But they're able wearing. to channel but like these projections of claws and whatnot. Yeah. You know? But once again, mm. once again, then why did Odin still look like <laughs> Thor yeah. or like you know like a oh, Asgardian? Yeah. Asgard has different fashion types and you know yeah. things like that. So, I just think I personally think when it comes to legacy, it hit the right I've buttons for color. me. I know this. I've seen yeah, it's no, it's yeah. a movie from the yeah. '60s. God, you're. I had to bring. I had to watch that for a report I'm, back I'm in the day. <laughs> because I've seen an old movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine yeah, her in in flames. Yeah. That's I'll, it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, but no, like this book hit the right spots. I mentioned earlier for me. Yeah. In a sense of. Because you're, you, were you more of a Marvel guy I, at first? I am more Marvel, but they are doing me dirty. So it's like <laughs> I will read DC because it's a better read. But they have good books, and what I'm annoyed is that they cancel the good books. So like, yeah. For yes. example, Ghost Rider. Yes. Robbie Ray's version. I love that book. Yeah. It's Smith should. The fact that they bring him back Ugh, in here yeah. and cool, he's fighting uh, Starbrand. I still love it. I'm like, yes, you brought my character back. I don't care if you are messing up continuity. I don't right now. Let me just see it. My only beef with that section, because I think Robbie Reyes is a better Ghost Rider character, especially with the Charger car and all oh, yeah. that stuff. It's modernized. Yeah, it's it's cool. I don't think Aaron got the the tone or the voice that Felipe Smith had right. from his, no. and I his think run. Also he, miss, he, missed. he missed that. He missed that. And then also because he probably didn't do his research. I think he's thinking, oh, this is a standard spirit of vengeance. Like, no, bro. Yeah, no. it's different, dude. Um, and then, and then the like, I saw Dribbic art on it was great. Oh, it's beautiful. But, um, but yeah, Aaron, I felt missed the tone of that, and he felt like he missed the tone with Starbrand yeah. because I haven't read a whole he's, heck of a lot no. of Starbrand. But what he I was have created by Jonathan Hickman. I was just about yeah. to say what I have read of him was in Jonathan Hickman's run, and no. this was not anywhere near how Jonathan Hickman wrote him. Right. No. So, and I don't know if it's because of the whole one million BC thing affecting those guys, which that, that would make sense. But at the same time, I'm like, mm. yeah, because even even that Robert was, Reyes can't even remember what I was like. What am I doing here in South Africa? What's this, this was such East a, LA. Yeah. This was such a vast departure from how either of those characters were written. Yeah. And in this book, they all they all they were there. You know, they they basically had a grudge match. You know, from a million years that, ago. Yeah. That was probably the worst part of the book. Their fight. It didn't right. make sense. I, well, and, but and, I still and it, loved it. Just because I'm like, finally, my character's getting some more spotlight time. <laughs> I'll take whatever. Well, there's you're, nothing wrong with fighting, but you have to have a reason why you're yeah, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and honestly, okay, the reason why they're fighting is another reason. I th- I think that I have a little mixed feelings about this, but it's it, there's really something. Uh, if you're a Marvel cosmic fan. There's something in this book that is not something that. to be very, very excited about. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know if this is going to be an event. I don't know how long it's going to come, but oh, I don't mind like spoiling it. Spoil it. I think yeah. it's... Go ahead. Look, okay, so the the Avengers a Million B.C. basically uh, tried to take down a Celestial. In like a Sentinel and, body yeah, type thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it looked bad. Amazing. Yeah. I I keep that's my key word. I love that word. It's kinda yeah, like a nowhere good. looking Yeah. They ended guy. up yeah, they ended up dispatching of it, but they buried it. Okay, on that Earth. was my freaking yeah, beef because Odin <laughs> Odin's like, I say we like pin it to the moon as a warning. I'm like, Yes, do that. that. Yeah. And not, I want to see that. And they and just buried only, it. Did they not kill it? They left it alive and just buried it. So you've got a <laughs> pissed cool, off how, celestial. 
Yeah. How, now, of course, in the Marvel Universe, they've been to the dark side of the moon a lot. But how cool would that be to, you know, to cool. kind of go around the dark side of the moon? And there's this there, celestial like, pin to the moon. Crucified. That on would the moon. be that would be really cool. That'd be bitching. Now, in context, this celestial is a lot smaller than ones we're used to, though. So it's just yeah. this form it's of different it. too. They said yeah. it had a rage about it that not other celestials. Whatever this right. red there's form something, is, yeah. something, something different. different about it. But there's a you know that's one of the things that I truly loved about this book was this this setup of of some some big stuff you know huge uh marvel cosmic story that that really has some significance to it okay that that was truly exciting um i feel like but at the same time at the same time marvel said they weren't going to do events for a while at least a year and and i'm like you know because i i'm i'm kind of feeling some event fatigue from them um, which is I, easy, I, but I have mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings. I want to read that story. I really yeah, want to yeah. read that story. He's saying well, that that excites me. It's well, crazy. You're talking about like the major event. I'm over here like Wolverine's back. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Let's get to that Let's in a second because okay. I want to talk about the okay. like the event with the Avengers thing. See, like what they could do is very much in the vein of how Hickman kind of did his Avengers. Secret Wars. Secret it, Wars. Not yeah. even Secret Wars. Just just Avengers. 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 It was a big Avengers and new Avengers. It was yeah. a big story. You could just get it out in there. Without it turning into absolute chaos, that would or, be awesome. Or if the they, way that Jeff Johns wrote Justice League when he right. was doing Justice League, that yeah. felt like an event every week. But it was just the normal book that right. was coming Dark out. Side War. Yeah, the yeah. Dark Side. The question War. is, can Marvel can Marvel contain themselves enough to do that? No. To not do to not do uh, you know, a Wars? nine, ten, twelve or issue Secret series Empire? with you know a hundred tie-in books, even yeah. just an Alpha or and an crossovers. Omega with crossover like. I, I, f- I feel like they'd, they'd start to see, like, dollar signs and be like, you know what would be great is if we had four books crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how much money well, we I just can saw, make off this? I just saw off our, off our seven fans. Yeah. <laughs> there is – um. what were you going to say? He was oh, no. You mentioned the crossovers. I, already, I was looking at the ads. It's like, oh, Champions versus Avengers. I was like, okay. You got X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue. Okay. Two, like, multiple crossovers in two different books. Yeah. They're already doing it. They're already doing it. I think so. they need to calm it down. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Johnny. There's one thing I hate the most in comics, and that is multiple artists on one issue. I This it, is I, different, though. No, dude. It absolutely it, takes me out of the story completely. If I it's com- done right, mm. like with Rebirth, you had four artists that mm. had a similar style, but Definitely. they did a whole chapter by themselves. Mm-hmm. So you had the Gary Frank chapter, the Ivan Reyes chapter, the Phil Jimenez chapter. So it wasn't like it was like this constant back and forth it, it goes it goes from Ribic to uh, to Samney to McNiven and it, that's just it a completely jumps around, different art but style. every scene right is that same artist no yeah no I'm saying look at that because you don't I, get the same story scene with two different artists I do not think that's the case I, I'm pretty sure that I think the there case. is See, one part where they do change it but it's only one I, I, so. I feel differently yep, I look, that's I, a sod Ribic that's someone else I, I like uh, a wide variety that's of not McNiven dude no, that, that's that McNiven yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Roger. What were you saying? I, I like a wide variety of art styles. For me, I you know I, I don't pay attention to, to the art as as long as you know as long as it's engaging and uh, I like yeah. it. But in this case, what I really felt they succeeded on in this is choosing the artists for the pieces of the book yeah. that that captured the tone yeah. of that piece. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I I I like the art all the way through it. 
Yeah, there's no bad artists. No, right. Like, there even, isn't. Even with no, the scene no. with with Cap at the counter, you know, and he's he's kind of on that's the road. That's the art. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's at this diner, and and it's like, dude, that captures that captures really the hope and and optimism that you want them to kind of capture with Captain America that you're not going to get with the sod ribbing. That my I beef think, though is that Cap's front and center on this freaking cover, and that was the only okay. Cap we a got. Lot in that there's book. so many characters <laughs> well, on this cover that Captain aren't even Marvel's in the book. not in it at all. Yeah, Neither Storm's Storm. not in it. So I think it was there the the, the artists that are doing the new books but that uh, did the art. Like is Chris that what's happening? Yeah, Mark Way and Chris Amney are doing Captain America. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's okay. Any chance that that I have for Joe Casada to draw the entire Marvel universe? <laughs> Seriously, I I'll take it. Kayla didn't like the art. That's Joe Casada. The cover. Yeah. Sorry, Roger, I didn't like the art. Mark Wade's writing the cover art. Yeah. I just want to say oh, my favorite page in the whole book was the hope of getting an Iron Fist Doctor Strange team up. That would just be legit. And they go after Norman Osborn. That'd be like well, you such know a what's cool coming, story. right? What for for Doctor Strange and all that? He's no longer going to be the Sorcerer Supreme. It's going to be Loki. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about that. We'll see. So hey, when is Loki getting the God Butcher sword? I thought that was like that's in Thor. Is that in Thor? That's gonna be in Thor. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, but like when? The Necron. Yeah. The I would love to see more. Uh, sword. Look, the the more of that team up too. I think yeah, be funny. Just because Danny's a crack up and Steven's a crack up and having them together, yeah. that would be great. You know, you know what? Other knowledge bomb was dropped on me today by none other than Cody Wilson. What's Cody. Up? This worries me so bad. Um, Avengers. Weekly. Okay, yeah. Marvels is yeah. dropping uh, U.S. Avengers and Uncanny Avengers and Avengers, and they're rolling everything into one book, and it's going to be a weekly title. Rotating writers. Rotating no. writers. And art. There's oh three different God. writers. Um, Look at uh, how bad Eternal was. A stable, a stable of artists, and it's going to be weekly. And basically, his his theory, and I and and I and I echo this, is that they're they're trying to plow their way to issue 700 as fast as possible because they're coming yeah. in at 600 and something. I think it's going to be for and three months or something at least, three four yeah, months, something like yeah. that. Because I think that they want to hit issue 700 by the time the next movie comes out, May, and yeah. yeah. Um, April last weekend in April. Look, look, the the, the story is fine. The artists are all fine. I hate that they had to use so many artists in in just one singular issue because the tech that absolutely takes me out of it. It it ruins my enjoyment of any comic that I that I read. You know, oh. it ruined uh, the forging and the casting because they used. Oh stop! No, like mm-hmm. like li- <laughs> Jim Lee was great. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's just the John Romita Jr. side of oh, that. I don't that like his art. Yeah. You go. know, it just takes me out yeah. completely, and well, I, I can I can it. see where if you're if you're into a story and the art, mm-hmm. and then you turn the page and it's and it's off putting, that it can mm-hmm. take you out of the story. Look, I mean, I, I see that. But I, I, I can. I read com. I mean, everybody look. Everybody reads comics differently. Yeah, and there are plenty of people out there who do who immerse themselves in the art. That that that's definitely part of building the tone. Like I think it is for you. Yeah. Um, for some people, that doesn't matter as much. Yeah. No, so. for me, I can read a bad story, but if the, if the art's amazing, I'll do it. You know, I take a look at Moonshine. I do not like that story at all, but I love the Eduardo Russo art. I will do. I will read a book if a artist that I like is on it, even if it's like by uh, what's that uh, Lobdell person. You Scott know, Lobdell? right? Uh, or anybody else? That, that's I worth. have to credit him. He's actually yeah. crafting a solid story in that book. For it, the it's just the thing is, when that happens, I pay attention more to the art than the, the the story most of the time. And when that happens, it completely falls apart for me. 
Well, before we get to Wolverine, I just want to mention, when did Wakanda become an intergalactic empire? <laughs> oh, that was, I'm not, oh, that was so, mm. like, well, did we miss I something? Can't even say that. We missed a big Look, thing. That, yeah, okay, that, real quick, there's, there's, well, I think we've already mentioned this, there's, you know, six, seven, eight times where Marvel drops these ads in there for series coming up, whether it's the return to Scar for Planet Hulk or mm-hmm. or you know yeah. the Black Panther thing or or Steve Rogers Fantastic, or Fantastic, two. Fantastic two. Yeah. yeah well the Marvel two and one yeah, yeah. which um, I'm excited for yeah. But yeah. and and that was to me that was you know it's, it's well you turn the page and it's like meanwhile over here you get one page that sets up another story yeah you read three pages meanwhile it sets up another story that was really bothering do and we want who who wants to spill the beans on what What's going on with Black Panther, Matt? Do it. What in this page? Yeah. What what have you got? Wakanda is this oh, high yeah, tech civilization in Africa now? Well, now in space. Says Ben Benhazen, star system, the planet of Bast, the city throne world of T'Challa, and the intergalactic empire of Wakanda, which is starships, people everywhere, black stand, Black Panther monuments and holograms going around. It's Black Panther took just, over the intergalactic empire from Star Wars. They took, they now took apparently a whole system. The Emperor. They took a whole star system. Like when yeah. did I that wanna, happen? I want to yeah. know when that if happened. Anyone's going to do it. It's going to be Black Panther. Yeah. Well, I mean, T'Challa. Mm. He is king of the dead. But come on, like the stars. Like what? I'm not a fan of it. I'm already like put off so fast with that one. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> well, you guys know. I've, ta- I've talked to every one of you about that, and that's one of my biggest. I, it's just, I, I'm I don't just know like, where. are you kidding me? It's cool. This is, what are you doing? Because that like, has nothing to do with legacy. Yeah, yeah. It has to do with with you know. Now you cosmic. want to make yeah. Black Panther part of the Marvel Cosmic Universe, which is cool. Which makes sense. But I how? Can see that because he's in the Ultimates, and I love the Ultimates too. Like that Ultimate series that came out, I can see that where he's like, oh well, I'm. Part of this intergalactic herald now with good galactic. When did that happen? Like, oh, context, yeah. man. Okay, <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I, I, I just want to make this point real quick to, uh, again mm-hmm. because reading, and I, I really highly recommend this to everybody. Go through and read Valeria's monologue. You know, as she narrates this book, it's the blue because, and white. Yeah, okay. context because, and, and when I was reading it and I got to that page. I was all of a sudden. I, I've been ranting about this for an entire day, you know, about what they're doing with Black Panther. But Valeria has has one box up there. She says, "Even ones we didn't know existed." Sometimes so lost, people forget we ever existed. Yeah, um, and I was all of a sudden in in having Valeria talk to me. You know, <laughs> that was okay, and it almost seems like Wakanda on Earth is like. Uh, colony Star Trek Voyager yeah okay where you have you have a colony that that gets split off from the main and ends up on on Earth even even though the Black Panther God started out on Earth with Odin and their loincloths but anyway (laughs) that you know that there's something it it became more okay and and I I just want to throw that out there and I, I suggest everybody read Valerie's monologue Separate from the story. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, there's That's an how A at I the say end. It. Well, I say Valeria. Yeah, it's then that would That'd be, be like the movie. V a l a r i a. Valeria. I've never heard Valerie. Valerie is spelled V a l. I've never heard Valeria. I e. Johnny. Valerie. Okay. English is our first language. 
right. I really don't. <laughs> wow. Anybody? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let that, it's like, how do you spell Mitchetzoplik? Right? Yeah. I, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I say Valeria. I mean, I say Valeria. You say Val- Valeria. Valeria. I don't care. Tomato, tomato. Wolverine. Yeah. Oh my Wolverine. God. Wolverine's I'm back. so excited right. about that. That's the best part of this comic next yeah. to the Ghost Rider for me. Well, it's just Wolverine. He's one of my favorite superheroes. Okay, so um, first of all, about time. Yeah. It's been like three and a half years, three years, three about and a half three years. About three years, yeah. Without real That's Logan. That's a long death, Without dude. real Logan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not um, old man Logan, not Jimmy from another universe. Yeah, <laughs> not, and not um, Laura, X-23. because I want Laura to be Laura. I don't want her to be the Wolverine. Yeah, she can join the, the new, the kids. Valeria. Valeria? What Valeria. You? Okay, well, it's Valeria. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Still not winning this fight. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a computer. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh. So m- my beef is, what's your chief we, beef? We, we, we know how Wolverine died. He got encased yeah. in the adamantium, adamantium yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So, all, and then Mister Sinister kidnapped the statue. Yeah, took yeah. the statue. Yeah. Which, and yeah, he could still be alive as long as his brain's still functioning. Like the minute we know that the healing, like, the healing yeah. factor yeah. could happen. Okay. Yeah. But they better give me a story. That makes this out. make sense because all we get is a single panel that shows that adamantium that he was in cracked open. Okay, first of all, adamantium, like, hardest metal in the freaking Marvel Universe, yeah. doesn't break. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. And can't get reheated. So after who it's broke been it? Yeah. So how'd that happen? Well, like it honestly looks like he came out like a cut. It would be other adamantium, adamantium or maybe vibranium, but, okay. but who has that? Yeah. So Wakanda I, in space. Yeah, in space. <laughs> so I want to see that story because I felt a little shortchanged. If you're going to bring back Wolverine, who is a huge, huge, probably the backbone. He's the Batman of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's that big. Okay. If you're going to kill him off and then just bring him back and not give me that big return story, I feel it's a little cheated. Tough. Yeah. So and, but at the same time, though, but at the same time, him popping his claws after the longest yeah. time with the snicked. Yeah. was like, uh, it was refreshing. Uh, it was so good. Well, and on top of the fact of how he got out is how, as Roger said, how did he get the info on where to find an infinity stone? Like yeah. he doesn't just know that it's Wolverine. Cause that's what he's yeah. doing. He's, he's, he's after an infinity stone. The blue one, I believe. It's the one beast used to have. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless of all that stuff, I'm just happy that they're kind of going back to normal, I guess I would say. Like, they brought back Wolverine. Yeah, let Laura be, or X-23 become whatever member of the team. I still like her as Wolverine, but I'm just like, you know what? I need my OG stuff back, yep. you know? It needs there, to what's going on over here? See, know. and there's a panel of Gamora in the Milano, like, tracking down the Infinity Stone that Wolverine finds. Found, but that makes sense because the Guardians know how to find and track these things. Wolverine doesn't. He Wolverine drives a spear truck. Yeah, like <laughs> he drives it, a spear truck and smells things. <laughs> it just I don't like. They need to tell that story. And That's, says bub. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of, um, you know, missing. There, yeah, there's a lot dots. of missing information <laughs> yeah. there. So, but and it just he, feels good to have him back. It does I'm feel good to have him back. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. that that's one of the bones that they threw out there that fan, you know, fans of Wolverine are going to go, oh, thank God. The best, the, for me, the best panel in the book was when he shoves his, his beer into the Frost Giant's yeah. chest oh, yeah. cavity. Yeah. It says, you <laughs> know, there's cold, cold for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, Bub. that was that was cool. Um, but Because uh, it very much lets you know that, oh, this is the real Logan. Yeah. He's back. It's you regular know? timeline Logan. The yeah. fact that he's pulling up in a beer truck. Oh, you know? actually, I didn't even think about this, though. What about old man Logan 
and Jimmy. What about them? Are they send them home? There's yeah, two Cyclopses. They... There's two Ice Mans. There's two everybody. Oh no, no, send them home. I'm done with <laughs> oh, those oh, gee, characters. Uh, original uh, Cyclops is dead though. Well, okay, but there's still two Bobbies. There's still two Hanks. Yeah. There's two Angels. Is he dead? Who? Cyclops? Cyclops? Is he yeah, still there? Yeah, yeah he died he's from the Terrigen Mist. Yeah. No, I don't care. The, the, the <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Before IVX. He choked on a cloud. <laughs> yeah, for real, well, it did. gave you a disease if you touched the cloud if you're a mutant. Still, though, he died yeah. from. He died from. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. is there anything else? Uh, been on Marvel Legacy for, for a, a good long minute. time. Valeria is Spanish for Valerie. I didn't care for the Cap uh, Thor Riri story. It no, was just kind of dull. Thank you, Johnny. Yes, you're welcome. Commentary. You're welcome. This was a great page with Johnny and Ben reminiscing oh, yeah. on coming back. What's up with that costume? That's probably this the is humans costume. Inhumans Inhumans costume. That's dumb. Yeah. It's a cool costume. I love no. that. I like it. They it all have like matching Scorpion. costumes. Like Inferno has a red one. Get over uh, here. Iso Do you has not a blue like one. Scorpion? I love yeah. Scorpion. Okay, so but not Johnny's. So- I love that Fantastic Four one too because it just reminds me of that song. Like the boys are back in town. Yeah. 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 yeah the Fantastic wanna... Four signal going. Yeah. In what is that? Thin Lizzy. That that's actually yeah. like legitly gave me hope. I was like, okay, things are going back to normal. Like I said, and things will get better. That was great. Great panels. Boys are back in town. Who's the artist on that? On which one? Uh, probably Jim Chung. That looked like Chung. This one? Yeah, yeah. it's Jim Chung. Okay. Definitely. Go ahead, the, the Deadpool um, panels. Deadpool's oh, getting yeah. shot in a toilet stall. While making a confession? No matter what was happening to Deadpool, he would get, feel impact from those bullets. He's just sitting there. That kind of bothered me a lot. Like, I kind of yeah. thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I don't think yeah. he... I don't think uh, his, like, nerves are not... The force of... 20 no, bullets going get, into you, like, you're going to knock that yeah. Well, yeah. You, you'll, <laughs> you're like, going to have move. recoil from that. Even let alone your head. Like, three are going to his head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not even moving. Like, I really liked his confession. It was funny. <laughs> you know, it was funny, but it's just like... <laughs> no, oh, I get it. The I get art it. bothered yeah. me. Tony Stark's still uh, an artificial Who's this Mango guy? Yeah, but he's Mango. Mangog. Yeah. Mangog. He's an old Thor villain. Oh, okay. I was like, Mangog. Mega. Russell Dodderman page is beautiful. That's exactly that's what actually, I thought. That's actually coming in the death the of, Thor, uh, yeah, of Thor. The the Mangog is coming back to basically bring about you know this Ragnarok. Ragnarok. One big thing I'm surprised about that Miles is not in this book. Oh, Spider Man or yeah. Spider Man or Peter. Or, there, there's yeah. a lot, and those are the they're putting Miles in everything. I'm surprised yeah. he's not in this. Johnny, you got to be careful how much you salt that dude because hey. we're going to come back oh, at you. Oh, it's an accident. Oh, it's like a, Mangog is like this weird beast thingy. All right. Yep. Cool, Johnny. <laughs> I right. am hopeful for that Captain America one too. Let's see how stars, they do that. Stars, stars, stars. We've been on this for a while. Yeah. It's a big book. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, birthday boy. Um, Three. It's solid. It's not really great. It's not really bad. It's just a solid read for a, a step in the right direction, but it's not great. Roger. Uh, it's three stars for me too. But you know, I kind of, I kind of feel a lot for this book, like I did about BVS, Batman vs Superman. There was a lot to love in that story, but it was weighed down by just a bunch of. Why know, did you say that name? Bad decisions, <laughs> you know. In in my book, uh, but it's 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 three stars, and and I, I'll tell you that last page rose at a full star for me. It's a great. It was it was a two page. star book until I got to that last page, and I actually really liked reading back through. And that's so- uh, saying something considering, like, where you're at as a Marvel fan. Me yeah. too. And then yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And yeah. then having because Fantastic Four is like your other favorite besides yeah. Marvel, so yeah. I'm sure that that kind of feels like thank God. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Finally. So it's, you know, I, I think that there's something in here for everybody. 
Um, I, you know, the, the Marvel cosmic side with this celestial thing, I'm super stoked to read that. They really haven't had a great Marvel cosmic story since Dan Abt and Andy Lanning's Annihilation. Annihilation. Infinity. And that's one of the best. Mm. But no. that's the only big one that they've had. Nah. Yeah, I, I have a, a lot of issues with Infinity. But yeah, that's that's like the last yeah. Marvel that Cosmic like story that they've 2013. done. 2013. Five years ago. Yeah. And it, Freaking if you And if you consider Hickman's Secret Wars Marvel Cosmic, which is kind of, kind of. but um, I mean, that was a great story, but not, well, you not like Cosmic Annihilation. for Marvel. Space. Just dealing with the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the I was just talking about like specific like if there's Nova a, Guardians. Okay, Nova, that's what I was looking yeah. for. Like specific yeah, yeah. characters, yeah. Celestials, yeah. you know, Guardians, those guys. So the, and solely those guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, so that's, you I figured that's bring what you in some meant, of the other but ones, but it needs to take place in space. Yeah. Yeah. Or the negative zone, or yeah, because even the Nova right now it's all in Earth. Yeah. They've had a few cosmic stories, but nothing on the scale of what they need to do. Yeah. It's no. Uh, Green Lanterns. That's yeah, right. no Green Lanterns. <laughs> Dave, what would you give it? Um, this is gonna be weird because I am a Marvel fan, but I will. I'm gonna be hard on this just because it gave me the two things I wanted. I want to see my Ghost Rider come back, and I want to see my Wolverine come back, and they came back. So I'm gonna give it two stars, one for each. There you nice. go. Everything else I don't care, except for <laughs> except for uh, the Fantastic Four coming back. Yeah. I'm not a fan of them. But I know they're needed. It's a good page. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's one of those things like I am not gonna. I'm probably gonna read it, but I know we need it. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's an important cornerstone of the Marvel. Yeah, exactly. It's been missing. The exactly. most important, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, it, it's it's like DC, you know, snubbing the Justice League for three years. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, no, we're not gonna have, we're not gonna yeah. have Justice League. So, yeah. on the real quick on the Fantastic Four note, because we were talking about this yesterday, there's a rumor that they're bringing obviously back that. Um, that book, Fantastic Four, and you said you had heard it's possibly going to be written by Chip Zdarsky, which who I'm pretty sure is writing Marvel Two and One. Yeah, he is. and I, I look, I'll give it a shot, but my gut reaction is I don't want any part of that. Not when you could have had Jeff Lemire writing. I was this just book. about Jeff to bring Lemire that because Jeff Lemire wanted, wanted to write. To write. What uh, Ludarsky? What he wrote? Zdarsky. Right. Sorry. What He's he writing a uh, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I don't care. Uh, he wrote uh, Rocket and Group for a while. Don't care. Uh, don't care. Um, he does sex criminals with Matt Fraction. Yeah, he's, he's the, the artist. artist. He does art. Yeah, he's oh, the he does art. Oh, okay, I was about to say. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go but with that one. He, Howard the Duck. Books, yeah. Ooh, Howard yeah, the Duck. Really good book. Really? Okay, so they're bringing back the Fantastic Four, and they're gonna fart jokes. It. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> Zdarsky's good, but you could have had Jeff Lemire. You yeah, know? For, like, for family yeah. stuff. For the first family of comics, Jeff Lemire could have rocked it. the crap out of that book. Yeah, yeah. he could have rocked it. Now he and will for let these whatever. Yeah, he'll, that'll be the Fantastic Four book to read. Is the Terrifics. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there are a few people that do character development and dialogue better than Jeff Lemire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and that's what a book like Fantastic Four needs. Yeah, Johnny. Uh, two because I hate when they add so many artists. the The story was fine, you know. The story is like a three and a half, and it got me partially excited. Uh, honestly, I can't wait for Mark Wade and Chris Samney's um, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, but the art it just takes me out of the story. I hate it. Two? Did I say two? Yep. Yeah, two. Jonathan, um, this is really difficult for me because I've been thinking about it since yesterday when I read it. So, because um, it's not a bad book, no. but it's not Rebirth, it's and Rebirth, and it sounds stupid as much as I keep going back to it. But Rebirth is one of those comics in which I gauge a lot of other comics against. Now it's one mm -hmm. of those, and 
as a reaction to this, I feel like Marvel missed the mark on a lot of stuff. So I, I'm going to say two and a half or three. I can't make up my mind. I'm kind of in that that boat right now. We'll I think two and a half. That'll be exactly everything will average to a two and a half. Yeah, yeah. so I'll say two and a half. <laughs> I think a lot of people should read this um, and kind of figure out how they feel about it too because yeah. if you listen to everybody here like it's it's more complex than our average stupid marvel rant type mm-hmm. yeah. thing that we have yeah um it could be a step in the right direction i i would have given a full star more if there was an apology in the front of the book or the back right. of the book basically Something, saying right. we are sorry for overloading you we're sorry for the times we're sorry for the events we're sorry for going crazy with 104 titles that we've printed, you know, at one point. They're obviously not sorry, though, because they're, they're not. doing it again. Yes, they yeah. are. So or, or just saying, like, we're trying we're to. We're going to clean it up. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're attempting. Which, that's where I gave him my two stars, because, I mean, like, you're giving me what I want, and I'm hopeful, yeah. which is more so than what you've done. Give it. They're For me, they're killing it with X-Men yeah. Gold and Blue. So Yeah. They, and there wasn't, you know, the other thing is there wasn't the heart that was in this that was in Rebirth. Rebirth, right. yep. That was a that's, big thing for that's, me. That's the one thing that was missing. And Jonathan, I'm going to echo what, in starting off this review, you said, and and I think it's I think it's spot on. Um, it, Rebirth was re- it was all heart, and it was it was it was Jeff Johns bearing his soul, you know, how he feels about the DC, about where it's been, where it is, where it's going. In this book, um, what. I, I know what happened is that Marvel decided to do Legacy. They went to Jason Aaron or called him into the boardroom and they said, here is what we want to do. We want to write a, you know, uh, an oversized book called Marvel Legacy and we want you to write it. They or- slide across this, this notebook as the bullet of, points. Of check you know <laughs> checkpoints this is everything that we need to have included in this story do you want to write it and then they slide a check across the table <laughs> well he's and, marvel exclusive and, he has to yeah well <laughs> it, it, he didn't have to do any specific projects no oh yeah <laughs> but he looks at the check and he goes he looks at the you know the big thick dossier of, of bullet points that they want included and he goes yeah i'm down you know that, that and and it's just it's he look he's a great writer he's accomplished yeah it's he, not you bad. know the the artists yeah. are great but it didn't it didn't have the heart and soul and to that it needed piggyback off that when I first the very first time I met Jeff Johns at Comic Con and I know I've told this story on the podcast before but it feels appropriate to mention again because it's no secret Jeff Johns is my favorite writer in comics. Um, and I remember I got I totally fanboyed when I met him. I got all giddy like a freaking schoolgirl going to see like One Direction. Okay, <laughs> so picture that. Okay, but I remember asking him as he signed James <laughs> chuckling. <laughs> I pictured it. Uh, yeah, it's great, cool. isn't it? That and it's probably accurate. Oh, um, Jonathan with that '80s hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I remember one of the things I I said to Jeff Johns I was like, look, you're my favorite writer. Um, I love everything you do, but like everything you write's consistently good. I haven't really read a bad story from you. How do you keep that up? How do you do that? And Jeff Johns and all of his just humble, earnest, 
he's his answer was simple but i thought profound he's just like i just love the characters i love this universe and i think that's why a lot of his stuff's better he's not doing True. it for a check yeah. he has deep love for the dc universe yeah. and so that resonated with me as a dc kid because i was like oh you're not just like trying to like cash checks right. you're you're trying to feed me great stories right so that's you know Marvel that's jeff totally johns needs a jeff johns they do this character for or a person for their they do. lineup but i also they think do. though this not being a great story, but definitely not being a bad story. No, it yeah. is a good first step to going where they need to go and eventually end up to make great stories again. Right. Yeah. What they uh, need to do yeah. from here mm. on out. I mean, that, look, okay, mm. this is done. Marvel Legacies mm. in, in the books. It's mm. out. They need from here on out. They need to tell great stories. Yeah. That, I mean, that's all. That's all mm. they have to do. And, and I think that part of that is Marvel editorial staying out of the creator's way. Yeah. And I'm not sure they're mm-hmm. capable of that. I'm not sure. I told you that story earlier this week, and, and they're separate, not doing it. Separate movies from comics, too. Like, yep. stop doing the whole, this is going to be their script. Stop doing the whole, oh, stop doing mm-hmm. the whole, this is going to be their script. This is going to be part of the movies and all that stuff. I don't want to see that. Just let the writers write their stories. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then right. decide what from there becomes the great next movie. Yeah. So. Kayla, real quick, what'd you do? She didn't read it. You didn't read it. All right. I, I read parts of it. Yeah. Oh, I skimmed okay. it. Is there I didn't like the cover art. Said, Just I like Power Rangers was the only book you read. Is there anything that you guys wish you would have reviewed instead? No, Dude. I like the books this I week. Think, <laughs> I think Roger and I <laughs> are going to be on the same page. Dude, action over murder, ma- murder machine. Yeah. Look. Yeah, yeah. Mur- yeah. Well, Murder Machine is important. I threw this out on on Instagram today. Murder Machine is a great book. <laughs> it is a great book. I like it's a five star book from as us. much. Yeah, um, I liked it equally as much as Red Death. But when I read Action Comic, and th- th- there are two books, Action Comics and Detective Comics were two of my favorite comics this year. That says I, a lot. Wow. Yeah. It, it 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 blew me away how good they were. And and anybody anybody out there, you know, you should pick these up. Absolutely. Um, and I would read them at this. I would read them back to back. I don't care which one you start with; it doesn't matter. I read Action. I'm. Uh, I didn't get a chance before I came here to read Detective, but that's the first thing I'm doing before I go to bed. Dude, nice. There's there's so much heart and soul in Detective. James Tynan. You talk. You going back, looking at, uh, you know, look. The, the title of this story arc, The Lonely Place of Living, okay? Flashing back to The the Lonely Place of Dying. Yep. With Jason Call back. Todd. Dude, this story has so much heart and soul. You want to know about Tim Drake? You know? So Read Tim Drake comic. fans are going to freaking go nuts. It, nice. It was crazy good. Good. I, off the charts good. I, good. And I would, I would, I would trade... Either action or detective for any other comic that I've read this year. Yeah. Damn. Um, I think for me, for the indie book, uh, because Black Monday Murders is out, and as good as Justice League Power Rangers was, oh, I've been waiting for some Black Monday Murders. <laughs> yeah. I need to, like, I could just read that right after The Murder Machine and just have a really bad day. Jeez. I, I liked all three. Just, I'm just good. get dark. Yeah. I would change uh, Legacy for Mighty <laughs> Thor. Nice. Just, That's a good point. Just because yeah. of the fact that I'm like, I could have got those two things that I wanted somewhere else. Yeah. In a real like, issue. On, a, on yeah, Twitter. real issue. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, Thor is on point right now. Like, it's so I love, good. 
the momentum that Aaron has on it right now. It's killer. I'm behind Warped a little bit, but oh. it's great. It is amazing. Johnny, yeah, he's you, killing it. What are you yeah, holding he, in your hand, Johnny? I am holding possibly the best book this week, Rat Queen's wow. Oak Dave special. <laughs> Better than Detective in Action, huh? He hasn't I, read them we should, yeah. we should have read that one just because I'm on it, you know? <laughs> hey, know. hey, you guys said we don't have enough. There's literally six of them on the wall. I didn't say that. I thought we they were pulls. I'm so sad. Well, we could have read this. No, not for my birthday. I don't think I ever said we couldn't read it, but I said let's. it's Matt's birthday. He gets and to you choose. Said both. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. You could choose oh, on your birthday, right. Johnny. We did say both last week. <laughs> I'm so oh, well. sad. Pause, it's not like pause dude, for 15 minutes. <laughs> with the way this night has like yeah, already true. taken yeah. us like discussion-wise, 30 there's minutes no on way. Everybody, yeah. Should, yeah. Just, uh, everybody should know that they need yeah. to read Rat Queens. Yeah, Rat Queens is amazing. All right. Trivia time. Uh, Can you pull it up? You got a bunch of them? I got a couple of them, oh. and then I'll, I'll save the last I one. I have one. I don't know if it's really good, but I had thought of something. Matt, happy birthday. I'm sorry oh. I made you set up this night, yeah. Mike, but I'm going to go because okay. I need to go to sleepy time. Bye, Kayla. Bye, Kayla. Bye, Kayla. Bye. Thanks for all your contributions to the discussion tonight. I, I, was, I was very <laughs> present. <laughs> you know, it was great. Allison, come on over. We got a free yep. mic now. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Matt, and throw. Oh, throw I was gonna say because I've um, got a bunch. There's one character who from the Justice League who straight up punches Batman without any retaliation. Who was that character? Green Arrow. Green Arrow. I don't know. I, I remember in Green Lantern Rebirth, Hal punches Batman. Oh. Green Lantern Rebirth. Yeah. And like, Batman doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, are you talking Jeff Johns Green Lantern Rebirth? Yeah. Oh, the. Um, Just League Origins, New Fifty Two. I didn't see one. Hear that. No, I don't know. I say it wasn't very I good. I vaguely remember <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I Hal remember. punches Batman. Batman just takes it. And he's like, "All right, yeah. whatever." Because that's like <laughs> when he's like, "Oh, you finally showed. Uh, I'm finally gonna show you respect or something like <laughs> something that." Like, like that. I was just like, "Damn!" Because I'm thinking of Identity Crisis, but I think I might have that wrong. There's a in Green Lantern Rebirth. Hal straight up socks Batman. He falls down. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Doesn't do anything. No, no, no. I know that. Yeah, I remember that. But I think. There might be a happening again. Did Ollie punch Hawkman or Batman? <laughs> Ollie punched someone. I picture Green Lantern crisis. doing it too, though. Yeah, yeah. Green, Lantern, Green, how, Green Arrow. How Green Arrow. making sense, like just yeah. flying off the handle, being you know yeah. cocky fly. But no, boy. I just picture Green Arrow actually doing it, and yeah. he's like, "All right, I'll That's take what it." That's what I got. Anyone else? I got none. No. Nothing tonight. What are you talking about? Was not prepared for you have a Batman trivia question? I got, I got all of it. Don't worry, Johnny. Okay. Better not be burping at me after you eat that. It's fine. I'm not lactose intolerant at all. What's happening? You need two hands. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. And yeah, no, that's more important. All there right, guys. What Batman villain was formerly uh, or formerly worked as a zoologist? The pink. Professor no. Pig. No. No. Um, I was about to say the penguin, but I'm like, obviously, no, that's not no. it because he's a millionaire. He's a cult. What was it? I don't know. This is a red mask. This is a How's deep it? cut. How's it? Man bat. Oh, man, oh, bad. man bad. Scientist oh, Kirk Langstrom yeah. was employed as a zoologist at the Gotham City Zoo where he experimented um, with bat uh, mutagen to create a serum to replicate the creature's long life. Oh. After testing the serum on himself, Langstrom transformed into the vicious really? man It was bat. long life? Nice. Yeah. I thought it was the hearing issue for his wife. That could have been from the animated show. Oh, okay. Yeah, There's also an animated. origin in the Arkham games, too. There was is it? that okay. also. Yeah. Okay. Makes more sense to me. I like that one more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What year was the character Robin first introduced? 1939. 37. 1941. 
40. What um, what uh, issue and what comic? Detective Comics. Um, yeah, it was Detective Comics 50-something? Number nope. 38. Was it 44? 38, Dave, like right on the nose. Yeah, baby. 38, April 1940. I don't I know. Was, I feel like I, I, I can, just remember I can, that picture. Yeah, every I can single picture time. that cover. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Detective Comics number two sixty seven, a magical kobold from another dimension decides to help Batman fight crime. Oh, a kobold. What's his name? Batmite. Yep. Yeah. Hey, a what? Clutch what comic uh, number? Oh, I'm no. Oh wait, I said that. Sorry, oh. my bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the next question. Uh, okay. So out of these four, okay, I'll read the oh. four. Okay, which one? Or which villain was introduced first? Oh. Okay. The Penguin, the Riddler, Catwoman, or Mr. Freeze? Catwoman. I would probably go with the Riddler. No, he, he seems to. Penguin. Not I'd the Riddler. Catwoman. Catwoman is correct. Uh, uh, that makes sense. I thought Catwoman uh, was That was later. Batman number one. Oh, wasn't that the... Catwoman made her first appearance in Batman number one in the spring of 1940. The Penguin came in 41... The Riddler came in 48, and Mr. Freeze came in 1959. What, Dang. really? Yep. I thought he... Oh, I'm thinking of Harley Quinn. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, we'll do this one, I guess, for the uh, listener question. Cool. cool. Yep. So if you guys want to win the books from tonight, you can... What is it? Contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. Yep. Correct. Uh, what was Alfred the Butler's original family name? So okay. sur- surname? Yeah, his original surname. Everybody knows him as Alfred Pennyworth. That was actually not his first printed comic book surname. What was it? Let us know, and you could win. And be safe. Just answer, like, what issue it was, what year. Co- cover all your bases. But send it in, and you could win. have a chance of winning the comics from tonight or the graphic novel. Nice. Yep. Did we do the winners? For We're last week? No. I'm just right getting now. ready to do that now. Okay, last week we had Shane on, uh, and Shane wanted, uh, or he posed the question to our listeners, what two characters uh, were completely redesigned Mm. by Jim Lee for Batman Hush? Um, We actually only had one correct answer. We had a half-correct answer and wrong answer. But anyway, um, so what we're going to do, the the correct answer is, was submitted by Matt Hauser. Uh, he'll get the graphic novel. He redesigned uh, both Catwoman and Huntress from the ground up. Um, That's right, because Catwoman had the purple with the yeah yeah the I swear with the ears I thought that and was the whiskers Baldini. and stuff. But um, he he did he did because someone else had, had thrown out Batman, but he didn't completely redesign Batman. He gave Batman treads. Yeah. <laughs> which is now, you know, he gave him boot treads, oh. which was really cool. He was the first person to ever do it, and and now, I mean, it's so iconic. Nobody draws Batman without boot treads. It's you know, and, and so like Todd McFarlane redesigned Spider Man's webbing. You know, mm. nobody nobody does you know the webbing like from back from the seventies. Yeah, they make it. It's it's a lot more ornate now. Mm. Um. But uh, the correct answer was that we were looking for was Catwoman and Huntress. Um, we had a half-right answer uh, of Huntress and Poison Ivy uh, by Bryce Smith. And Bryce, you're going to get the comics from last week uh, since you were close um, or next closest. And so we should uh, we should get those shipped out to you soon. 
I forgot I had one more like fun question for right, you go. guys. Okay, yeah. Go. All right. Um, so, what was Batman's dog's name in the original breed? Ace. Well, I would assume it's Ace and a Rottweiler, no? Nope. No, not Rottweiler. Ace is correct. Ace the Batman. Great Dane? Nope. No, Bloodhound. I don't know dogs, dude. <laughs> Chihuahua. That? What is that dog's name? Pug. Ace the Bat-Hound made his first appearance in Batman number 92, which was June 1955, Jeez. and it was a German shepherd found by Batman and Robin after his master was kidnapped by a, uh, kidnapped by a gang of counterfeiters. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, nice. Weird. Bat dog. It's, and it's, it was inspired by the success of Superman's pet dog, Crypto, in Adventure yeah. Comics. Yeah. Cool. Isn't there a new, Superman. not a new comic, but wasn't there like a Superman comic that had Ace and... Crypto. Crypto for like probably yeah, yeah. I believe so. Oh, okay. I was about you to know say. how many pets there are in the DC? There's Comet the Super Horse. There's freaking there's a chimp, I think. That was like cat. the Supergirl's cat. There's Supergirl's cat. Speedy, there's there's Dextar, <laughs> the other cat. Oh, uh, yeah, the Red the, Lantern cat. I got a pet Avengers too. Like yeah. they're just it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um so that's gonna wrap up trivia. We're gonna talk about the graphic novel. Hopefully we're gonna be really succinct about it. Did I get to say why I picked it? Yes, go ahead and tell us what yeah. it is and why you picked it. I, I didn't read this book. I actually pulled Dave in in, in relief. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sit out this review. I'll be back in a minute, guys. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably help this go faster too. So less yeah. voices. So yeah, I picked uh, Black, Batman: The Black Mirror because this is the main story where Dick Grayson takes over the cowl, and it's one of the best stories about not only Dick but Batman in general, and it's some of the coolest batman moments happen in this story and uh it's just no nothing really low points and it's, it's all around it high what was that who's it by oh uh, scott schneider and i uh, was a francesco Cavilla and, and jock yes so, so for yeah. years batman and the commissioner gordon have stared into the unyielding black abyss that is gotham city time after time they've saved their beloved city from the They've saved their beloved city from itself, not allowing it to be swallowed by a pit of violence and corruption. But even after a crime-fighting lifetime of confronting what they thought was the worst humanity had to offer, an even darker and da more dangerous evil pushes Batman and Gordon to their limits. As the conflict comes closer to its resolution, they find that the truth behind this murderous crime spree isn't just careening toward their doorstep. It has, in fact, emerged from it. Can the two uh, can two of Gotham's proudest protectors bring justice to this malevolent threat in Commissioner Gordon's most personal battle to date? Six and a half for your pitch. <laughs> See, and it, that's the thing, too. It's not even just a dick story. It's also a Gordon story. Wait, are you rating my pitch? Yes, I am. Yeah. Six just and a half? Just yeah, ignore him. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I read the, the back summary. of the book, yeah. you know, so because it's hard to summarize this because this is actually, even though this is one large story arc, it's and it's called Black Mirror. Four Only arcs? the first three, yeah. the first black. three issues are Black Mirror, yeah. and then it goes into a bunch of small story yeah. arcs from there. So it's th four three issue story arcs. I think there are all three. I it's think eleven issues. One of them has two. One of them has, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is Scott Snyder. Uh, kind of, I think, I don't know if he, this was his first Batman story. Was this his first Batman it story? Is, it is his first run, but second story. Because he did Battle for the Cowl right before this. Oh, oh did he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, I can definitely see why they decided to give Scott Snyder the, the reins. Batman book. Yeah. To, to, to run the full thing. After this? Oh, my because God. Because 
this is good. Now, this is not perfect, and I don't think this is his best, but you, they, I think they saw the potential that he was showing with this story. Definitely. And to jump from this to Court of Owls. Yeah, for man. Court of Owls to be the next thing yeah. that he did, like, holy God, he stepped up his game. <laughs> yeah. So, Johnny, I knew it. Um, now, I do have a couple of nitpicks. So, Jock is a great artist. I don't know if I love him, right. like, on Batman. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it definitely... Dude, their their solo book, Witches, on Image, that his... Uh, Johnny. <laughs> that his art style works ahead for the... I mean, his art works for all the creepy stuff. Yeah. And Frank oh, Avila makes creepy. it work... Yeah. Makes the creepy work in this too. They they both kind of have that going for him. In like this. all the James frames and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Frank Avila like just made James Junior look yeah. so creepy, um, and it's very noirish in those chapters yeah. too. But um, okay? Jock's great, but it's not my favorite Batman. Art. No, I don't think he draws Dick well his face at all. Yeah, like, no. And I, I've been spoiled because of freaking Greg Capullo yeah. on Batman. I mean, that's it's tough. Well, Capullo to, has a hard time distinguishing faces as well, but this guy is even worse. I feel like Capullo's done a lot a better job, lately. Oh, like he's very yeah. expressive. Yeah. So, um, but the, the, the at, in the suit it's fine, but yes. when you're getting facial expressions, it's kind of dull. It always looks the same to an extent. So that's the thing. I I can see why Jock can uh like might fit a little bit with uh, this type of story because it's, it's creepy. It's and, very yeah. dark Horror-ish. and creepy. It's and, very dark. But the thing is, uh, sometimes yeah. it, it it just feels like Jock should do like uh just covers or pinups or his not covers really, are great. His covers really, are really good. Uh, not really sequential art. Uh, you know, but, his splash pages are better. Yeah, but I can really appreciate his art when uh, depicting Dick Grayson as Batman because you can tell it's a different bat uh, person in the suit because he's doing more flips and you know Just more acrobatics. him leaner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's doing more acrobatic yeah. stunts uh, rather than Bruce just being kind of like the the brute force Superman. Uh, and and I can appreciate that because it, it, it it's subtle, but you can see that it's there. Um, I I really love uh, Francesco Francavia's art. He uses a lot of uh, that color scheme, uh, orange, and yeah. purple. It makes it noirish without yeah. making it like black and white. Um, and like this is where you see where Scott Snyder truly is a horror Sorry. writer. Yeah, <laughs> almost <laughs> every uh, three issue arc has one main horror element yeah. in it. Yeah, because uh, the the Francesco Francavia issues with um. James uh, James Jr. Mm-hmm. talking with well, his let's, dad. Let's talk about oh, like, no, yeah, kind please. of the story a little bit, too. Yeah. So, like, because we keep saying James Jr. James Jr., mm-hmm. though, cause one of the things that makes this a very Gordon-esque story is his son's a psychopath. Yeah. Um, and you find out that his son's had a long history of being a psychopathic killer. Like, he and, has no remorse. Yeah. He's trying to play his dad into thinking, like, that he's fine and he's on this medication, but his ultimate plan is to put this medication that actually would turn more kids like the receptors in their brain that enable them to socialize like more. I can't remember the exact way right. that he says yeah. it into he, like a water supply yeah. to m- create all these psychopathic killers. Instead of neutralizing the psychosis, it enhances it. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of like the, the crux of and that the, makes the, the Jordan or the, the Jim Gordon stories. Yeah. The Jordan story. Yes. Jordan. Yeah. I just totally bastardized like, <laughs> yeah. those two words together. And that makes th- th- that whole uh, plot it makes it even creepier at the end when it's like, uh, we don't did know he, if it... Did he do it or did he not? Yeah. If it succeeded even, or not. Because he even admitted... He, well, didn't he admit saying, like, I don't 
I didn't say I actually did it. Yeah. 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 He never it's, says he actually does anything. It's it's like a psychological but you always find out later on what he actually did. What he actually <laughs> did. Like through so it's safe to say he probably did. And the repercussion, so, repercussions never show, showed up in New 52. Yeah, so. I know. So, <laughs> yes, they might have stopped him. Now, I do have, a, uh, like, a nitpick, and I'm trying to find it. What is it? Um, so, And this is just a continuity timeline nitpick. It's pre-New 52. Okay. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But even so. So you have um, – oh, I need water. Do you have one? Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you, Roger. Um. It flashes back to Jim when, uh, Jr. when or James Jr. when yeah. he's a kid. Oh, that never makes sense, dude. <laughs> yeah, and it shows like it, they're trying to show like he's he was obviously disturbed as a child. It yeah. shows him like he he murdered a bird. He's like, I just wanted to see how the insides yeah, work. Yeah. And then the next frame, reasonable. Shawty, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Roger. Um, the next frame under that is Jim uh, with his son James at Halloween. And James Jr. is dressed like the Joker, Joker, and he's yelling at him, like, you take that costume off. At this point in time, the Joker wouldn't exist yet. He wouldn't be the Joker well, as we that know. Be, he'd yeah. be Red Hood still. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe. I don't know about that. Because I, in Batman Year One, Batman saves uh, James Jr. from being thrown off the bridge. And as that, a kid? Yeah. But as see, a little baby, actually. But see, then at this point, like he's got to be like at least in his mid to late twenties in this book. So right, there's some funky time. Oh, dude, it never makes sense. No, like there's a lot of stuff that that makes more sense than that. Though. But like, if if you talk to people, Sorry. Like, I just totally like clipped the mic with that. <laughs> nah. If if you talk to other like uh, comic fans, they'll tell you like, Thanks, yeah, uh, James uh, Junior was a baby, and then like five years later, he turned into a twenty. It's like the the one mistake that Game of Thrones made with Gilly and the baby and Sam where like that baby stayed a baby when everybody else like grew up. Grew up. <laughs> think about it. The one thing, the one continuity think, yeah. error in Game of Thrones is the baby. How long has it been since she had the baby? Season two? Seven years. Se- season two or three she had the baby. And think of how long <laughs> everything else has progressed. That was the one oversight they made was they didn't age that kid up. As yeah, the- actually it's been like at least two years. Oh my god, <laughs> who cares? Anyways. Uh, the book... Um, right. Sorry, yeah. that's just the thing Can, that I thought of. I want to talk so. about some of the highlights. Yes, let's talk about that. That was my that was my only <laughs> nitpick about the book. Really, um, one of the coolest Batman moments in any story I've read is the Joker. But besides oh. Joker, is them finding a giant killer whale in the middle <laughs> of a bank floor? How oh, yeah. did they get that in there? Yeah. Like, I know that like obviously it's an inside job. They had to unlock the door and all that. But how did you lift? Four tons, yeah. I think they said this thing yeah. was. Yeah. And, it, and it had a, a, a corpse in it, yeah. But um, what a cool moment. You know, like how <laughs> unexpected. Oh, we're just going to go open up our bank today, and there's a giant killer whale, whale on the show floor. You know, like, what? Yeah. How does that even happen? And just like how they play that off is it's a pretty cool moment. Tiger shark. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, I can really appreciate this book as not uh, only a detective uh, book, but also like a really – intense horror book uh my favorite issue in this is it's just uh james jr talking with his dad in the diner oh, it's just man it's just Dude, f- the, the the water dripping under it yeah. exactly like, like, oh, like what is that like you're uh even before you you start uh getting panels of it you kind of see it in the background a little bit and it, it's just kind of making you tense up and this issue is just them talking in a diner it's two issues is it two issues yeah, yeah it's yeah. two together but so it feels like it's really quick so, uh, you know, when me reading this, it's like, oh, my God, this guy. Because uh, James uh, Jr. is talking about um, 
how he cut off the waitress's head and stuffed it in a toilet. He's like, yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I'm just joking. I wouldn't like, actually do that. Uh, well, and don't then you start like, seeing yeah. the water leak yeah. under. You're like, did he, did he? do that? Yeah, he has to go in to check. Yeah, yeah. In, in the background, you see the the uh, ba- uh, the door to the bathroom and water is running out of it. And then once uh, James Jr. disappears, like James Gordon sees this and he's like, oh my god, and opens the door and it looks like uh, he just stuffed the toilet with like some toilet paper or something like that just kind of to mess with him psychologically because like is he psychotic he is but you know is he and it's it's this intense moment that I think Scott Snyder really nailed down and uh, especially Francisco Francavilla because uh, with the colors and it it just feels like a an old 1960s or 1970s horror movie uh, the other the other oh. th- highlight out of this that I think is we really kind of got to see Scott Snyder play with writing the Joker the way he writes the Joker in this for the first time. Cause did he write – Joker wasn't in Battle for the Cow, I don't right? think so. So because he took yeah. – this is really where – because, like, remember, he got all horror-ish with the Joker in yeah. Death of the Family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, you know, face being off of the – Yeah. And this thing. Joker was intense. This Joker was intense, mm-hmm. and this was, like, really the start mm-hmm. of him kind of writing him, I think, like that. Because I could see the seeds of it, how he kind of, like, took that idea and went further with it or evolved it yeah. a little bit for – death of the family and i loved how the joker without even talking to dick knew it wasn't bruce yeah yeah he just oh, he just that was knows the creepiest part yeah though, where he's just like oh you smell like yo you smell like feather. like a little bird like, yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're a robin uh, <laughs> like, that's that so, oh it's so good it's like these subtle little things uh that and then how yeah. he writes the joker and he's like i told you it wasn't me like and that was like <laughs> yeah. even more of a jab at, at dick and gordon like because he knew like if he just said it was him like he probably could have helped like whatever was going on but like the the middle finger of them would be like just admitting that he wasn't the one yeah that yeah. was trying to do everything and that had caused them to be like oh crap <laughs> so i think some of the highlights that scott schneider is able to do when the writing in this book shows when how dark this book is, but also how he's not writing Bruce, he's writing Dick, yeah, and how Dick, Dick is much more positive. will be positive and crack jokes. Like, there, he's going out on patrol with Tim, and he's like, watch out, Tim. These guys are wearing sunglasses. They're very, very, very cool. cool. <laughs> like, it was very, and then capitalized, <laughs> very cool. And like, Dick Grayson is the best Batman. Yeah. I, and like, that's just it. To be able to write a Batman story using Dick and not have it be all dark and tonally yeah. Black, or you can have these little beams if of it was, jokes. If it was Dick Grayson mm. during uh, mm. like the metal event, he would not have turned into the Dark Knights. No, you know, and that's what even the Joker said when he was like, "Oh yeah, I saw you on the news, and um, I showed a picture of Batman, and he was smiling, so I knew right away it wasn't Bruce." <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like he, everyone oh, God, just knew dude. like it wasn't, it's was someone else. You know, yeah. like Dick portraying. But so, what would you man, rate it? Um, four and a half. Almost what? perfect. Really? Like I, I love this story a lot. Like Dick taking the role and taking up the responsibilities. Just it's some of the best Batman moments I've read. So I like it a lot. Mm. Dave, mm. I give it a four. I mean, mm. you say it's the greatest Batman. I'm like mm. that I've read. I haven't read okay, a ton read. Okay. of Batman. My thing is just we talked about it earlier yeah. before the podcast. Is like I don't want Dick to be Batman. I want what? Him, I want him. To I actually, do want Dick to be Nightwing. Yeah, mm. be the hero that you are because there's a reason why you chose to be Nightwing instead of like, hey, no, yeah, be yeah. Batman, you know. Maybe he, I just don't so want the, Bruce he, to be Batman. He is Nightwing, but he's great at Batman too. 
Uh, see, for me, Batman, I've always seen him as the brooding character. He needs oh, to be God. negative and let, let that happen. He doesn't. Yeah. And I think Aren't you the a reason, therapist? <laughs> well, that's the thing. There's there's a reason why I'm saying it. Like, even at the end of this where after, you know, the whole story ends, there's a there's that little talk between Dick and and Jim Gordon. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I've never stayed in Gotham for reasons. Like, Batman always had, or Bruce always had Gotham. I had Bloodhaven. But now that I'm here, I realize that, like, no, Goth- I like, I need to be here for Gotham just, like, Bruce was yeah but the way he was talking about it I can totally read it as like he's not talking about it as like I need to be here as Batman it's like no eventually Bruce is gonna come back I must I'm Bruce is technically over. already yeah, back he's back yeah. but he'll I think he was more talking about like I'm gonna take over as Nightwing when the time comes yeah. which will never happen because there's always gonna be a Batman <laughs> but that's the thing I don't one of the other things I forgot that I liked about this was uh, um, when he's talking to Jim on yes. the rooftop, yes, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's like, he's like, I just realized, like, you you're never here this long, or what? Like, yeah. you uh, you've well, always disappeared at this it's point. Like, oh, this is weird. It's like what? It's like never had a conversation. Yeah, never. I've never been here. Never conversation. That's what it was. Yeah, you always turn around by now. Yeah, you disappeared by the time I turn around. Which is honestly quite rude of Bruce Wayne, but it adds to the Batman mystique. Just to show how what how different Dick is. Oh, I'm mysterious. No, yeah, I get it. So what's your rating, Johnny? Um, honestly, like I told you, my gripes about uh, the jock art, it's just it feel, sometimes it feels a little stiff, uh, especially for sequential arts. Um, but the story is captivating. It's, it's intense. It's a good um, read. Amazing. It's yeah. kind of like a really – it's a cool Batman horror book, and that's what Scott Snyder excels at. Uh, and the French- Francesco Francavilla issues are just like some of my favorite uh, Batman issues I've read, so five. Five? Nice. Four and a half. Yeah. Solid. Because I had I had a couple nitpicks. It's not perfect, but it's but really. Good. I could definitely see why they handed the reins of Batman over to Scott Snyder. Ooh, Johnny playing footsie with me under the table definitely. here. Yeah. Um, from there we're gonna go to the previews. Um, and you'll have to let us know what we're reviewing, Roger. Yep. Off this list. So, from Marvel Comics. All new Guardians of the Galaxy number eleven, Astonishing X Men number four, Avengers six seventy two, and that's a legacy. Uh, I'm, yeah, Iron Fist number seventy three, Legacy. Jessica, Jessica Jones number thirteen. They tag that with Legacy, even though it's only thirteen issues in. Yeah. That's the relaunch is number thirteen. Oh, okay. Well, what's <laughs> interesting with that is they didn't include any of the alias, the alias books ones. that that she was a part of. So I, I don't understand. I, Mar- Marvel picks and chooses. So that would have been like issue number seven. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Journey, Star Wars, Captain Last Captain. Jedi, Captain Phasma, number three, Old Man Logan, number 29, Punisher, Platoon, one of six, uh, Spider-Man, number 21, Spider-Man, Deadpool, number 22, Spirits of Vengeance, number one of five. That's Ooh. a legacy book there for you, Dave. Finally, some more Ghost Wait, Wars. Wait, a five-issue miniseries that's a legacy book? Yeah. That's what it says, of five. Yeah. Legacy. We haven't done uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Star Wars number 37. That's the last Jason Aaron. Um, Star Wars Darth Vader number 6. I feel like we should just do the first of Kieran Gillen, though. Because yeah, we kind of know how Jason Aaron's been doing his Star Wars run. Uh, Venom <laughs> number 155 Legacy. Venom verse number 5 of 5. X-Men Gold number 13. And that's a Legacy also. So what are we doing, Roger? Iron Man 70. Or Iron Fist 73. Ooh. Iron Fist? Sweet. Yeah, that's a good one. I read the number one, the past number one. There's a writer on that. I don't remember. All right, DC Comics, All-Star Batman number 14, Bane Conquest number 6 of 12, Batman number 32, Batman the Dawnbreaker number oh. 1, Metal. Is that what we're doing? We're doing all uh, the... What, what else is on the list? What's okay. Probably. Uh, Batman White Knight number Ooh. 1 of no, 7. No, sorry, that's what we're doing. What's that? That's what we're doing. What is that? Sean, Sean Murphy's. Um, a 
and, and alternate or Elseworlds tale where the Joker actually becomes somewhat sane and Batman is off his rocker and Joker Batman's always off his rocker to save the world from the Dark Knight huh Dom Brady. he dresses and, in and a Sean Murphy. Suit, for God's yeah. sake. Sean Murphy I, I, I'm not sure is he because he wrote it too right oh yeah, I'm okay. not sure what his chops are as a writer sounds like I'm always well, hesitant he of, Jesus. of one man oh books. yeah True. and he did the wake uh, no, that no, was that Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Art. Yeah. 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 He co-wrote. W- yeah. But, did he really co- um, co-write that? Plot. Mm. White Knight. Am I hearing okay. double DC next week? Dawnbreaker, though. <laughs> Come on. Dawnbreaker. I'm, I'm just saying. No, only because we didn't do Orc Dave. Uh, Cyborg, no. number 17. Deathstroke, number 24. Green Arrow, number 32. That's going to be a metal tie-in. Probably the battle for uh, Goth- or Gotham Resistance. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Green Lanterns number thirty two. Harley Qu- Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica number one of six. <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn number twenty nine. Justice League number thirty. Nightwing number thirty. Superman thirty two. Okay. Uh, from indie comics, we have a very short list. My Little Pony: Friendship is Magic number fifty nine. Paper Girls number sixteen. Shadow Batman Batman. Shadow Shadow Batman number one. So we had Batman Shadow. Now we have Shadow Batman number one. Okay. <gasps> Slots number one. What's that? <laughs> What just happened? Voltron. Read, yeah. <laughs> oh, Voltron <laughs> Legendary Defender Volume 2, number one. His gasp was hilarious. <laughs> Walking Dead, number 172. So we're obviously doing MLP, right? No, none of oh, the above. No. What, what are we doing? I have something special on tap. Oh, it's Do not, really? not Skydoll, is it? No. Okay. Alien Toilet Monsters. What? what? What's that? <laughs> okay. So I'll talk more about this next week. Okay, there's this... this this uh, this creator um, self-published book uh, that friended us on Facebook and Instagram months and months ago, and it's really interesting because you, if anybody wants a lesson in in being a one man or in this case one woman marketing machine, this is the girl you need to look to. Um, oh, it's a female creator. Yes. Oh, cool. Uh, came uh, self published book called Alien Toilet Monsters. Um, it's it's been on my I swear, been on. My, she goes to this she goes so goes to all the cons. Promoting your book is so active on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I, I look, I, you know, I look at the title and stuff, and I roll my eyes, and I'm like, really? But she's got, she's been getting comic shops on board, both, you know, in the U.S. and abroad, in Canada, Australia, wow. and and I'm like, man, this this girl is Did, uh, is, is it, insane. <clears throat> I mean, she she works tirelessly, okay. Yeah. And then two weeks ago, uh, I'm at home, I'm having a beer, and I get I get a, a message on Facebook Messenger and it's her promoting her book and I'm like yeah it's like 11 o'clock at night here and I know she's like East Coast or something and I'm like you know I I, you know messaged her back with you know some quippy joke and uh, (laughs) and then and then she messaged me back it had something to do with you know how many copies or something like that, and and she was like, "I got ten thousand ready to go. We can ship them out tomorrow." Wow. And I, you know, and I was like, "You know what? I I bought ten of them from her. 
and she sent me two free prints. And I'm like, I have no idea what this book holds. The last, the last, <laughs> we've talked about this before on the Kickstarter. The worst comic I've ever read in my life. Oh, God, okay? that was so, so bad. So, I'm, oh, I'm, my God. You know, I'm I'm super nervous yeah. about this book. Have you gotten them yet? But I have. Are you going to send her the link to the podcast after? That depends. <laughs> there, that um, depends. What are the pr- I, is the art good? I, uh-huh. I have not looked at them. I okay. haven't even cracked them open yet. Okay. I do have All the right. prints. Oh, yeah, um, is there any yeah, way to get our stuff d- digitally? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh, okay. I, I can send you guys home uh, with the comics tonight. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. I know. But I, and this is this is just again because I want to talk about this more. You know, I'm not I want to support self-published stuff, but so often self-published stuff just isn't up to snuff. Yeah. It's super niche markets. It, okay? It's because there's a lot of of it out there and like a- anybody could self-publish these days. Right. And look, cuz the there the you know, no offense to anybody, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that think that they could be comic writers or artists that really should not quit their day job. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but why I'm, I haven't I'm quit. Still, but but this girl, look, if if you don't make it in comics, you'll make it somewhere with some company as a as a marketing uh, executive because she she is a machine. Um, she got me to part with my money. Yeah. That's weird. So, kudos. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Alien Toilet Monsters. Oh, God. Okay. So, as always, this is not the complete list of new releases next week. If you want that, go to horizoncomics.com. Click on the new releases tab. It's updated every Monday. Uh, oh, I forgot. We have graphic novels that are coming out. Yeah, Did we fly get questions? Uh, we're, we're getting to that, Johnny. Oh, really? Yeah, we usually do them after the previews and news. I did not know this. Yes, you did. What is this? Okay, the art. That's a lipo. Okay, so the art's not bad. Not horrible. I still don't know what the heck. Art? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we've got Batman Detective Trade Paperback Volume 3. Uh... League of Shadows, Flintstones Trade Payback Volume 2, New Superman Trade Payback Volume 2, Coming to America. Those are Rebirth. Uh, that's a Rebirth title. Uh, Predator vs. Judge Dredd vs. Aliens. Take it. Splice and Dice Trade Paperback. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws Trade Paperback Volume 2, Who is Artemis. That's uh, Rebirth. Riverdale Trade Paperback Volume 1, Walking Dead. Here's Negan Hardcover. Here's Negan. We- yep. Werewolf by Night Complete Collection Trade Paperback Volume 1, Wonder Woman Rebirth. Deluxe Collection Hardcover Book <gasps> 1. Flintstones is coming out. Yay. That so. book is great. You guys should read it. No. All right. <laughs> you looked around like, There's oh, not much not. news this week, right? There's no news that yeah. I found. I know. I thought I had some comic book related news, but I can't remember what it is because I forgot to write it down. So we're just going to go <laughs> ahead. And always come back next week. Yeah, we're just going to come back to it later. Uh, <laughs> so sorry, guys. No news from this week. Questions. Roger, do we have questions as you're breaking out alien toilet monsters? We do. Oh my God! All right. So what is this art? Yeah, and there's different covers <laughs> too. So, um, all right. While you guys, <laughs> I know, well, and it's ATM for short. Uh, okay. While you guys are checking that out, oh the God. first. All right, let's keep going. That's Come probably on. a We're positive sign. All right, uh, first question of the week from Carlos Lopez. Is there any comic <laughs> that you read initially uh, or read and initially thought it was amazing, but then rereading it, it recently, it didn't hold up? 
any comic that I read from the 70s. <laughs> uh, that Most comics today, uh, usually what's the case is I read the first issue and then I find, you know, but I don't read the whole graphic novel. Yeah. I go back and I read the graphic novel. I'm like, wow, there's actually a lot more story here. Individual comics, maybe not not so much. But yeah. when I go back and read comics from the 70s, because when I was a kid, they were amazing, all of them. <laughs> and I go back and read them now, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what <laughs> You know, it, they're just dated. Yeah. I think the older stuff, it's hard to go back. It's easy to go forward, hard to go back. Right. Yeah. I would say the Runaways. Yeah. What? Yeah. From Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Well, like it, it's good. It's still good, but when I go back, I'm like, mm, not as good. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like me trying to watch 1980s Transformers. Is it yeah. because it's dated? Yeah, it's because yeah. it's dated. It's one of those okay. like you know, it's like oh, this is back in like 2000. Yeah. Way too early. It's hard to go back. Yeah. But it's still a good. So this is gonna be sacrilege, okay? For for a lot of Bat fans. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Returns. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. Um. Like, look, there's there's a lot of stuff by Miller that I like. I love Sin City. I have every Sin City volume. Have you I read love year one? That year one's actually one of the only ones by him that I haven't read. I've even read Ronin. Nobody seems mm-hmm. to know even that he what Ronin is. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Um, but I love Sin City. I love 300. 300's one of my favorite comic book graphic novel things. But everybody ranted and raved to me about, like, oh, my God. God, what is this book? We're looking through Alien Toilet Monsters. Oh um, stop. We have to say. I mean, you yeah. guys are getting me excited. I mean, <laughs> let's finish the show. Okay, go ahead. Um, but uh, it was one of those books that everybody ranted and raved about, like, hailing it as the Batman comic. Yeah. And I get its place in history. Me and Roger are talking about yeah. this all the time. I, we get its place in history. We get the importance of what it did and everything. But uh, even, even me being, like, you know, taking the Superman side of it out, I don't think it's his best artwork. And I just the to me that's not Bruce's voice, and that's not Superman's voice, and that's not a lot of characters, and that right. needs to stay an Elseworld story. Now, I will say this: I absolutely love DK three. I'm not even going to mention Dark Knight Strikes again. That was just utterly terrible the first time I read through it. But DK three with the help of Azarello, he actually turned that into something more palatable. So DK three yeah. I thought was a good evolution there from there. But yeah, so Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first time I read The Killing Joke, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Second time, I was like, this is just misogynistic and horrible. There's it's a no really elements. bad book. It's okay. not bad. We disagree, but uh, we do that all the time. Double dose of lows. They literally... Same, same question mind. in reverse, okay? Was there a comic that you uh, read first time around and you did not like it, but you went back and read it and you were like, you know what? This is actually really good. Uh, Black Science for you? Anything by recommender for Roger. Uh, Brian Azzarello's Wonder Woman. Boom. Told you. It's a good book. It is not my Wonder Woman, though. It's my Wonder Woman. Hmm. Yeah, not Black Science. Because I actually loved the first issue. What I hated was opening up the second or... Yeah. No, no, it was the end of the end of the first yeah, issue, yeah. where they left yeah. the world, and then they're on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, man. <laughs> then you read the volume I, and you loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I yeah. can say like if there was something. Typically, when something turns me off, it really turns me off, and I don't go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I give things one issue. So, um, and most of the time, you know, if if somebody says like get all the way to the end, I'll at least give it to the end or whatever. But I, I still. 
if that was going to happen with me, I would have to sit away from it for a while and come back to it. So I don't think that's happened to me yet. Yeah. I'd have to see my collection. I have a digital collection and my home trade collection. I'm sure there's stuff in there. I just don't know off the top of my head. It's, it's late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next <laughs> question. Jonathan. Oh, that's Blake. So what's happening with my podcast? <laughs> Sorry. So, guys, yeah, having a great birthday, you know? So That's we're, cool. We're, I, mm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you got you got 38 minutes left of, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, of uh, day one. Who is your favorite Batman day. writer and why? Jeff Loeb. Last yeah. week, Batman Hush. Perfect, perfect Batman story. Jeff Loeb is a good one. It's definitely not Jeff Johns. I haven't read enough. You don't like Jeff Johns as a Batman writer? His Earth One stuff is great. His Earth One stuff is really good. I don't like his regular, like when he writes Batman in Justice League or things like that. Stop it's just not him, good. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good How to me. How dare you? No, it's it's fantastic. Um, I haven't read enough Batman. I I'm gonna man. Kenny O'Neill. Jeff Loeb really, because uh, even Jeff Loeb did Superman Batman, and he got you know Bruce and and Clark. Really and their well relationship, that, so. and, and but I, I and I know he's more recent, but I, I do love Snyder's take on a lot of stuff too. I don't know, that's a tough question. Yeah. For me. It's probably Paul Dini for me. Who's who's reading uh, Detective Comics right now? James Tynan. Okay, I was gonna say. I think he's I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, who do I really like right now? I'm Detective Comics is where it's at. James Tynan's yeah. a, ironically a student of Snyder's. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I was like, it's it's good. That's my. I can't. It's. Come back and talk to me about this last issue, man. It'll take. I'm going in volumes, which is the problem. So okay. Three months later, you need to stop. Yeah. All right. For that book. Yeah. What writing team would you have wanted to write Marvel uh, Legacy? Uh, He says relaunch, but I'm assuming he means Legacy. Anyone who does it. Anyone doesn't matter if they work at DC, Marvel, or Image. Jeff Loeb. The clone of Jeff, uh, the Marvel version of Jeff Johns. <laughs> That's Jeff Loeb. Hickman. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Hickman yeah. and Copel. Jeff yeah. Johns <laughs> is written for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, he did an Avengers run. Yep. Young, like four uh, issues or something. No, quite a bit actually. Young, Aven- young Avenger. He, enough reasons? to come out with an omnibus. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, this was early that. in his career before. After that, DC signed him exclusive. I, I would have yeah. read a, a Hickman legacy. No, Sharpie. it'd be That's too right. convoluted and just. <laughs> or Lemire. Or Lemire. There's yeah, oh. there's a lot of guys. Lemire would have been good. I, I think. And then Lemire. just as a afterthought here, Blake says, Did you guys spot the tiny Easter eggs hidden throughout Black Mirror of Court of Owls? I was looking for them. I didn't catch them. I was looking though. Like there. actual Easter eggs? Actual Easter eggs. I did not. Like from the Easter bunny? <laughs> as yes. in, is there examples? Oh or he didn't he went uh, uh, so I'll have to I'll have yeah, to catch now, you, now you gotta go back yep. there. I was looking for them, but I wasn't paying attention. Alright. Um, I wonder if there's like a talent oh, somewhere. Well, as in, like, well, I was like, maybe about I it, all the rich trade, people with the gas masks, kind of like the court. With yeah. the, that, I think that was a little bit of a, I wonder if a thing a there. But, um, are we? So really I was, I was thinking though, and they mentioned like the the drug he was on. Was that maybe tie into some metal thing? Well, the 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 court bio uses gas, the bio, bio not Dionysium. Gas. That's that was the Joker. Prometheum. Yeah. It was was there, it Prometheum that the, a, that the Talons used? I think so. No, no Prometheum. Dionysium is what the Joker used to, to heal, uh-huh. and that's what hit Electrum. That brute, Electrum. Okay. That's what the 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 court used for the Talons. But there, right, yeah, that's in the was teeth, that the same and the drug? Prometheum is in the owl fountain. Hmm? But was that the same drug that James Gordon was using? 
No. That's what I was like. Is that Italian? I didn't know no. what the medals were called. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, so reviews. We have a big long one. Should I read it? Um, Do we want to no, talk about it. Don't read the whole thing, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's it's really cool. This is Bryce, right? Yep, Bryce. Yeah. Um, Bryce Lift gave us a five star review and a very thorough review. <laughs> like, read it next week. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty long. Thank you so much, Bryce. So yeah, that was that was a great review. Um, I, I, I'm humbled. I mean, he yeah. had a, he, just a lot of praise and and a, I appreciate the kind kind words. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of kind words that were unwarranted for how professional <laughs> right. this is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I think he holds us in a higher esteem than, than we, we do, think yeah. ourselves. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, thank you so much, guys. Uh, if you like what you hear, help us out with the reviews. Um, if you like what you hear, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Share with your friends. If you want to go above and beyond, patreon.com slash Podcast. Get on as little as dollar. $3 gets you the exclusive content, especially <gasps> now that we're doing Multiversity University with Larry, which yeah. will be on sec- episode two yeah. right yeah. after this, this episode yeah. wraps up. Yeah, and I think what I'm going to do, Matt, instead of l- releasing them a week in advance, I think, that, uh, I think I'm going to batch release them as Larry oh. does them. Just release the whole batch Good idea. because I'm so <laughs> I'm I'm such a slacker. Um, if 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 I can if I can do true. them all at once, yeah, and that's okay, on you. You're then, in charge of Patreon. Yeah, then uh, the Patreon listeners. So yeah. and that way they can go through. They'll have you know a half hour's worth of listening. You know that then they can go idea. back and hear every week. And I, I think that yeah. would be a better way to do it. So cool. look for uh, about five more episodes uh, for all you uh, patrons out there. Um, five more episodes uh, being dropped on you tomorrow. Cool. And then uh, if you guys want to keep up with everything at the shop, like Horizon Comics on Facebook. Follow at Horizon Comics on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to keep up with Johnny, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny 2x4. Dave? Uh, you can Facebook Dave Ramirez or Instagram YGTP. You got the touch, you got the power. Yeah, you got the touch, you got the power. That's what it is. Yeah, first letter. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I remember. (laughs) Dope little deep cut there. Yeah. Uh, Matt. The Hydra 5-5 on everything. On everything. (laughs) I am Destiny rating daily. (laughs) Ah, I need I haven't done the raid this week. (laughs) Um, PlayStation? Uh, Xbox. He plays on Xbox. Oh, I know so all y'all are on sad. PlayStation. I'm like the lone, the lone Xbox guy. Me and right. Blake. Uh, I'm at St. Jonathan on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys for staying up late with us and listening. Have a good week. Yep. Stay tuned for Multiversity University episode two coming up right now. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Multiversity University. Tonight, I want to talk about one specific comic book, and this is a comic book that really determines how you view comic book history. There are basically two views of comic book history. The, let's call it the traditional view, says that the very first true comic book was Famous Funnies number one in 1934, and that everything that came before that gets sort of lumped into this category just called comic book predecessors. There's a more modern view that says that Famous Funnies number one wasn't the first true comic book, but it was the first modern comic book. Now, whichever view you have, the point is that Famous Funnies number one is a really important issue in the history of comic books. And if you ask anybody who knows much about comic book history, they'll tell you that Famous Funnies number one was unique and it was different from everything that came before. Well, what was it about Famous Funnies number one that was actually unique? 
If you ask people, one of the things that they'll tell you is, well, it's the first comic book that actually looked like a modern comic. It was the first one that where the panels were laid out on the pages like modern comic books are, where it was uh, stapled together the way modern comics are. It's one that you would actually recognize as a modern comic. But that's not actually true because there was a comic that came out a year earlier called Famous Funnies, a carnival of comics that looks just like modern comics. So Famous Funnies wasn't unique in that sense. Some people will say, well, um, the thing about Famous Funnies number one that makes it the first true comic book is that it was the first one that was actually sold on newsstands. Well, it's true that Famous Funnies, A Carnival of Comics that came out in 1933 wasn't sold on newsstands. It was actually only available in Woolworths department stores. Um, and we're not even sure if it was sold. If you find a cover of that, which you can easily find online, you'll see there's no price listed. So there's, there's conflicting stories about whether or not it was actually sold or whether it was given away as a promotion. But even if you forget about Famous Funnies, A Carnival of Comics, there was a comic book by Dell that was sold in 1929 uh, that actually was sold on the newsstands. It was just called The Funnies. But we don't consider that the first comic book uh, because it really wasn't a comic book. It was almost more like a kind of like a Sunday newspaper comic section that was sold on newsstands without the newspaper around it. So it's considered more of a precursor to modern comics. Um, some people might say, well, it was the first one that was, uh, that was an ongoing uh, issue that was sold month to month. But again, the funnies by Dell was actually sold not month to month, but it was actually sold every week, although there were only 36 issues of that. So it did not even last a year. So what was it about Famous Funnies that was unique? Well, really, the thing about Famous Funnies that was unique was that it was the first truly successful continuing comic. It was sold on newsstands. Uh, it was sold each month. It was one that lasted for a lot of issues, over 200 issues of Famous Funnies. And it actually began to make money, starting with about issue number four. A lot of comics that came before that didn't make much money. In fact, the Funnies by Dell was canceled because it was losing money rather than making anything. So Famous Funnies may not be unique in terms of how the panels were laid out, how the comic book looked, uh, the fact that it was sold or anything like that. But what Famous Funnies did is it really put all of that together for the first time in one comic. And with its success and the fact that it lasted so long, it actually started the modern comic book industry. Prior to Famous Funnies number one, there were no companies like DC or Marvel whose main job was publishing comic books. There were magazine companies that put out comics. There were newspapers that put out comics as a sideline, but no company for whom selling comics was what they did. And it was after that, after Famous Funnies number one, that we really begin to get companies whose main purpose is to put out comic books. 
So Famous Funnies number one, in my opinion anyway, um, is not really the first true comic book, but it's the one that really started the modern comic book industry. Without Famous Funnies number one, we wouldn't have DC, we wouldn't have Marvel, we wouldn't have Image, we wouldn't have any of those companies, and we wouldn't have this industry and this business that we have today. So whatever you think about Famous Funnies number one, whatever comics you happen to like, and whichever ones you're reading, the fact that there's a company putting those out all goes back to that one comic, Famous Funnies number one, back in 1934 by Eastern Color. Thanks for listening, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week as we begin to talk about uh, a comic that many of you may never have heard.